Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 24th episode of the Irrelevant Podcast. I'm here, joined again by... No, sorry. Fuck, I can't speak. I'm joined <laughs> once again by my friend, Jason. Hello. And tonight, we are going to talk about Amores Perros. It is a Mexican movie from, I believe, the year 2000. Um, it is about a car crash in Mexico City and how it affects the three lives of the people involved in the incident. And yeah, it's about destiny, love, family, you know, it's, it's about so much. It's, it's a lot to take in. Y2K so I'm curious fashion. To, right. So <laughs> I'm, I am curious to know, Jason, what did you think of Amores Perros? I, I really liked it. I'm starting to really, I think, get into... I mean, I've always been into um, foreign films or just stuff that isn't really Western portraying. But, yeah, I thought it was it was a long movie. I wasn't expecting it to be as long as it was. I thought it was going to be a shorter story. But, I mean, yeah, if you're telling the the story of the lives of three people, then it's definitely going to get a little bit um, a little dicey. But it made me think of... Because, like, you know, like, car crashes happen all the time. And the more people that gets affected, it's it's always crazy to think about, like, what they're going to have to go home to and all the shit that they have to deal with because of this one incident. Right. And what was so cool about that is how it just showed how, connect like, interconnected we are. You know? Like, right. how all of these people, like, you know, it's just this one incident. Like, just the one thing that happened, you know, is just the fate of a dog, you know? Like, that's what kicked off the chain of events. It led them in the car, and there's the car chase, and that essentially is what, what happened, you know? Just, yeah. like, destiny and stuff, and how all of those, like, you know, just, like, the, the cosmos is just kind of that theme. Even though it's, it's not overtly there, that's kind of what I get out of it, you know? Just, like, that um, that destiny cosmo. Not, like, astrology, like, our destiny is, like, determined by the stars or whatever but just you know the cosmos and just like the like this the you know w like what's going on behind the scenes and like how everything just kind of comes together for the good or the better you know the fate of your life has to follow the story arc of a movie right <laughs> or I'm, I'm sorry right. the, 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 the good or the bad is what i meant to say Nothing yeah no i I'm got so, you but no but i yeah <laughs> it has to follow a movie arc but yeah. like you said about how it was so long I didn't feel it at all. I mean, I I am entertained the whole way through. I didn't think it was too long. I was just I was surprised by the length of it. Yeah, did you um it almost felt like a Tarantino movie. No, cuz Tarantino movies are over the top and ridiculous. I didn't feel like this one had any moments cuz I feel like Well, like the last movie that we watched that had a lot more over the top themes. Um That yeah, okay. God. No. But what I'm more meaning is like the, the not chronological order, or like time, diff different, you know, oh, different points of view kind of thing. Yeah. And also like the having longer dialogue and not jumping around from scene to scene. Like yeah. Every second. <laughs> right. Um, so like, what else did you like about it? I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. I'm trying to narrow down, like, because it, it tell like you said, it tells the, the story from three different perspectives um, that yeah, are somewhat closely and I guess related, but not really. Which perspective was your favorite out of the three? Um, 
I think I like the the dog fighting one the most. The one that didn't really connect with too much was the the guy that ran the advertising or magazine, and then he was having an affair on his wife uh, with his yeah, wife. Yeah, that was easily the worst out of the three. I mean, yeah. I st- it was still good, but... Because like their um, their their arc was the only one that was like less dramatic out of the other two. Like you know, one is like this dude's trying to run away with his brother's fucking wife, so he's using his yeah, dog to fucking right. fight other dogs so he can get money to get escape. And then <laughs> the other dude, he's fucking trying to connect with his daughter, so he's a hitman. He just goes around killing people and collecting dogs and living like a fucking hermit hobo. And this one was just you know, I'm going to fuck a model and we're going to move in together, but you know, she's going to lose her mobility from the accident. So now we're just going to fight with each other and this dog crawls into a hole and now we have to get it out. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it felt out of place. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it didn't feel out of place. I mean, obviously I think it is the weakest storyline of the three, but I still, I still really like it. Cause it just, um, because obviously like one of the big themes that I get from it is, um, you know, like the, the, that like you know like like the brokenness of um you know like just the of like the lack of family in like modern day life you know because like like octavio and ramiro like they don't you know they don't have a dad obviously you know and like ramiro's a dick to his wife and like you know like like there's just a bunch of fucking assholes because they never had a dad and then obviously like the hitman you know he like left his his wife and daughter to do some like you know like he just he did a bunch of like criminal shit and stuff like that and he regrets it and like he just he's trying to reconnect with her and like the um the advertisement guy you know he he just completely ditches his wife and kids because he wants to go live with this like supermodel because he thinks that that would just bring him all the happiness in the world and it's just about that like you know it's just that brokenness that is felt when you don't have a family i think would you think that was the overall conveying message was the <clears throat> the broken home kind of motif? Um, yeah, it was one of them. I don't necess- I don't think necessarily like the main one, but it's one of them. I mean, the movie's about so much. Like, there's so much you can get out of this, and it's very interpretable now. Because like, I don't think that you necessarily got that, or like, and a lot of people might not necessarily get that. But that's just that's what I get out of it. I mean, I think it's very clear. I mean, obviously, it's a. I mean, with most movies in general, it's. I mean, you can say you can argue that every movie is a social commentary or a play on like human nature because most most of it is pretty pessimistic, and well, not pessimistic, is pretty cynical in terms of how they portray modern day life. But I feel like that's right. happened in like every decade. Every every movie is a satire or a play on, unless it's, or like a play on um society unless it's directly funded to serve some sort of like propaganda purpose or some advertising purpose you know yeah it's it's either like advertising or anarchy the two yeah, a's of this... movies the duality right but I, as you were comparing amores perros to city of god like city of god was like you know it was slightly more cartoonish it had more funny campy moments you know like it felt more like a tarantino movie yeah like it had a lot of over the top shit um but like uh, amores perros really feels like real i mean like i just i really connected with the characters like i love all of the performances i think they're all excellent i love all the actors are great 
Right, because like in in like a generic movie in this genre, like Octavio, you would just you would fucking hate. He'd be so annoying. Same thing with like um, Susanna. You'd think was just like a bitch, and like oh she's annoying. But I mean, like when when she was just like like crying to Octavio that she's like pregnant, and she doesn't know what to do. Like I actually like you know really felt sad for her, even though like in a if this was just handed to some random director who didn't know what he was doing, like that would that scene would probably be awful, you know. <laughs> Well, I think it's a testament to like, because most, I, I would guess that when these movies came out, they were like the biggest movie of that director's career or in that country, at least. So especially the actors like were, especially the younger cast, I don't think a lot of them are, were big name actors before that movie, right? Like this was their big break. Um, I want to say the guy who played El, El Chivo was, but no, I uh, Octavio, that was like his, his breakthrough movie um yeah as far as i'm concerned most of them yeah so that's the kind of thing i like about these kind of films is they'll get people obviously that i've never heard of because you know not being from that place so they're going to be foreign to me but i think just in general like being an up-and-coming actor and then just like showing your talent in a movie like this and then like opens your door to get a bunch of other roles so i think it's always like i feel like movies like this always tend to get really good cast oh yeah any kind of movie like you said yeah where it's, it's, it's like that fresh director. He's got that great idea. He's got that dream. And he's got a bunch of these like... no Yeah, because, um, you know, a big reason why Star Wars, for example, um, works so well is just because it took a lot of these nobodies. And, you know, we look at Mark Hamill and we never go, oh, that's Mark Hamill. We always go, oh, that's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Or like we see, you know, Harrison Ford and it's like, oh, that's Han Solo. You know, we don't think like... Well, I mean, Harrison Ford did do a bunch of other stuff. But um, you know what I mean. Or, like, you'll, you'll see Daniel Radcliffe and you'll always go, oh, that's Harry Potter, you know? Yeah, and that's the biggest problem with the newest Star Wars is that everybody on there is fucking forgettable. Like, you didn't, they didn't sell you, like, a character. They sold you a, just a mouthpiece for whatever the fuck they wanted to portray. I think that was the biggest yeah, like, difference. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a archetype or, like, a stereotype, you know? Yeah, not a stereotype. I think, yeah, archetype, I think, is a not, No, word. yeah, I... Right, because I, I didn't mean stereotype in that way. Yeah, just more more like just frames and not really like, you know. Predictable. Like you could, there wasn't like right, any. Right, I, I don't know why. Well, I mean, I guess I know why, but it's just they, they, I feel like people or directors go out of their way to make the dialogue extra fucking like washed down. Because I can't even like, if you think of any movie in the last like. I don't know, four or five years. Like, is there anything really that quotable about any movie yet? People are still quoting shit from like the eighties and nineties or early two thousands or just blockbuster hit movies. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously like in the last five years, there's been some great movies, but yeah, I don't really think about. Not like really good quotable ones. Really? Like there's nothing memorable. I mean, it'll be a good story and a good movie, but most of the time the dialogue will be just, I don't know, fucking forgettable. (laughs) Or it'll be like so good, like in the um, the lighthouse where it's it's, but it's in like the sixteen hundreds New right. England dialects. So like you don't fucking remember anything they said, but it was so good just because of the delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our options are: you really have to focus, or you'll miss everything, or you'll fucking just like forget everything because it was so simple. <laughs> like that's our, those are our choices. Right, but um, yeah, but um. In the case of Amores Perros, this movie is, I mean, it it is, well, okay, I, I wouldn't say it's dialogue driven. I mean, obviously the dialogue gives it a lot of its like character, you know, and it's, um, 
and it's like energy and stuff like that. But it also really is just it's the director, like the the way like he has that like energetic kind of like handheld style, which yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to believe that this is like the same guy who directed The Revenant, where like The Revenant is a lot of like those, you know, steady cam like long wide takes and stuff like that that just flow and like you know are grand and everything but a lot of the, of like Amores Perros is like just close quarters you know like like, like shaky cam kind of stuff like and, it, and it's, I'm just like wow this guy is really versatile you know because both of the styles that he did I think are excellent it's it's not like oh this is like when he was like an inexperienced filmmaker and then over time you know he got better like no I think he was it like he, he he sold me from i mean like I th- i'm pretty sure this is his first movie i mean to be fair a lot of time has passed since the early 2000s to whenever at least 15 years right whenever that movie was made that is true that is a good point so it's like cameras um, gotten better techniques have also changed but again you know if you're a bad storyteller that you can have all the technology in the world but yeah i think you know, having a creative vision early on and that's being, I mean, you, you, he couldn't have done the Revenant without making some good movie first. Right. So. Right. True. Um, yeah, but like this movie, I mean, like I said, like, it's just, it's about so much, like just the, the brokenness of like relationships and family and just how, I mean, even the title itself, I mean, just love hurts, you know, <laughs> like love is yeah, love's a bitch, man. Like, love is not easy, you know? <laughs> um, I really, I mean, so while you said you liked the Octavio and Susanna storyline the best, I actually really, I liked El Chivo the best. That storyline, I just, oh man, like, that dude is so badass. I feel like, I liked it, and I feel like if I... I'd want him to have his own movie, his own spinoff, because I feel like that been like, like I I feel like I'd be invested in that more. Oh um, uh, yeah, I ne- I never thought about that, but yeah, yeah. I I would totally watch like his. So it, it's like it, it. This is like the new Marvel universe. It's like the Amonish Perros universe. <laughs> Cinematic Mexicans, bro, and then and then like, the CMU. Or it's like. The, <laughs> Right, the the CMU and like, you know, it's like the alternate timeline where like, Octavio and Susanna do do go on the train, you know, to to Juarez, and start like a new life over there. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, like I said, um, yeah. So El Chivo is super badass. Like in the beginning of the movie, I like how he's like still. I like it. I I also like how he's he's not just in his own storyline like he's not just in the last third of the movie i like how like they show him in the first storyline and the second one like they give hints of him here and there like you just you see him walking around with all his dogs you're like who is that you know yeah i was seems important to the story right but it just makes you wonder like like what are they gonna do with this like it's just this this really intimidating looking bearded hermit with a machete like what is going on and, and he also has like five dogs with him like <laughs> yeah when i when when i first watched that scene when they were gonna go like you know have one have their dog go kill one of his dogs and stand there with the machete the direction i thought it was gonna go in and i really i'm, I'm thankful it didn't because i was like oh god i can only really predict this was like the dude's gonna like 
run into those kids again and he's gonna be like their mentor or like he's gonna tell them like this isn't the life you're supposed to live and all that kind of shit like i i was like really hoping it wasn't gonna go down that path and i'm glad they did i i never thought about that but thanks for bringing that up because it makes it even better you know the more you think of it because like that is something i want to talk about too when he when you see the gang members taking their dog to the to the other one trying to like get them to fight and then you just see him come from around the corner of that that building and he just has his machete that that was like literally the coolest thing ever by the way when he yeah. did that and he's just standing there like open arms like with his machete like what what are you gonna fucking do and like he just doesn't even need to say anything like he's just there and he just he speaks just by like the way he looks and yeah it just makes it even cooler and more mysterious you know <laughs> See then, um, that that would be the really that that'd be the poster child for the I'm gonna I'm gonna give this joke a second chance because I screwed up the first time the the MCU the the Mexican cinematic universe is then they can do what Spider Man yeah. did and they go to a a parallel universe where Danny Trejo is playing that guy because he has to because mm. he's a Danny Mexican Trejo with a machete and with a stern cool. look on his face. Yeah, I like Danny Trejo. I do. I love yeah. Danny Trejo a lot. I no, um, but you. You said it's the MCU, but like that's already what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is called. Yeah, that's my so, fucking pun, Will. Oh, so you're like, this is the real MCU. <laughs> the Mexican Cinematic The universe. joke is not dead. It has been I know. third time's a charm, it's done. <laughs> I f- Damn it. But no, I actually, I mean, if you watch his other movies, like, I don't know for sure if there is because i've never looked at it but i i have thought of this and i wouldn't be surprised if there's other people that think all of his movies are in the same universe because um in um in his movie babel um the guy who plays octavio and his mom are in the same like 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 they're in the movie and and like they're both oh wait no they're not mom and son though they're like um, their aunt and nephew. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just saying that. <laughs> we have to play some sort of related characters, right? Because like the the whole point of it was that they were undocumented, so maybe they like lied about it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a guess. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. Right. No, but it it was just cool when like I watched that and I was like, oh wait, that's the mom from. Amores perros. I was like, oh wait, that's that's Octavio. <laughs> I think thinking back on it now, I think one of my because when you're mentioning actors that have played another shit, the um the guy that played in Narcos Mexico that played the the nerdy like businessman that was scared to kill his partner. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that guy. That guy was awesome. <laughs> that was probably like, one of my favorite scenes was when um he gets him in the room with the partner he tried to kill and he just had them I, I wanted to know what happened like they didn't show what happened i know and that's why this like it, this movie you know like the way it ends it's so unsatisfying but like i'm yeah. still satisfied at the same time yeah that was my gripe so the fact that like so the, this dude and i guess like he's the overall theme of the movie because he's the one that gets to end it so like he gets hired to kill this fucking guy's partner so he just takes the money, stalks him, then decides to tie him up, fuck with him a little bit, and then bring the guy that wanted to kill him in his house, tie him up, and then basically, you know, sh- he he was basically a mountain man, so he shaved his beard, put on a suit, you know, cut his hair, put his glasses on, and 
gonna do something i guess start a new life whatever because i, I kind of like the they were alluding to um he would take the old pictures of himself when he was a college professor and then he would um take a picture of him now and he's raggedy in the photo booth and he would cut the um his current face and put it over top of the photo album on his body so it's like he was really trying to get back his old life and he's just trying to see how crazy he looked and how he really needs to get back i kind of like that um, yeah, but, but you, you know, like he was putting that on top of like his, um, his wife's like new husband. I thought that was him. No, that was not him. That was because remember he, I'm pretty sure he was a college professor, but then he, you know, he, he decided to become like a, like a revolutionary and he started, you know, like they said he like put bombs in, in streets and, and malls and shit. And like, he just left his wife and, and daughter, but then she remarried. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I missed that thing because I thought that once he went to jail, she just said that he died, and then she ended up passing away um, when he got out. But I didn't know. I I thought that was him. It kind of looked like him, so that's why I thought he was trying to like put himself back into the picture. But I guess that still makes sense. Um, just oh, not right, like a reflection right. of his younger self. But anyway, so he fucking leaves these two in the room while he's leaving. And he puts a gun in the floor, and they just show them kind of struggling for it, but they didn't say what concludes it. And then he just, I guess, pawns his fucking car to some shop in the random desert, like a nice Mercedes, and he just walks off into the desert. Yeah, was that the car of, like, the nerdy businessman? I think it was his, yeah, it was his Mercedes, I think. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh, man. I feel like a car is more valuable than you walking to the middle of nowhere. (laughs) I mean... Well, I mean, if it's that nice and you get that much money for it, then like, I mean, that is true. I, I, may, I guess may it as didn't. well. Yeah, it kind of ended not on a cliffhanger, just it ended on like a like this is a good place to stop kind of thing. <laughs> I, I just like strangely, it's still satisfying to me because like the whole thing with like you know you don't see what happened to like the nerdy businessman and his like half brother who he wanted to kill. I, I, I don't know. I just, it, it felt more, and this sounds pretentious as hell, but it just seemed more like artistic to me. Cause you know, it's like, do we really need to know? Like, what if, like, I don't know, you know, m- maybe it's better that we're just left with the mystery, you know? Just means they weren't important enough to the story. <laughs> no, they were. I mean, also like, I still, I still liked them. Like I thought the nerdy businessman was like, you know, I thought he was like, still like, I, I don't know, like something about him. I still liked him. I always like, like that you, the trope in movies where they they put like this like really macho tough guy in a room with like this anxious ridden curly haired fucking like thumb twiddler. <laughs> Will <laughs> put Will in a room with anybody that has a beard. <laughs> yeah, I think that that I think this this film um, displays me when I'm older, which is El Chivo, and then me as I am like two years ago which is the nerdy businessman didn't you say that that guy el chivo looked like your granddad uh yes he does like very much so and then when, when you like when he shaved his, his beard and cut his hair you were like bro he looks jewish I, I i forgot to say i was like well i mean god he looks he like does, that he one he no but like... i wanted to i was like well he does i did say he looks like my grandpa <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that one fucking guy oh my god i'm, I'm so mad i can't remember his name because he Oh, where? Oh, like, this looks like in- a good fucking bit. He, like... Uh, I wish I could do imitation accents because I could fucking... Oh, oh my you, God. You said he looked like the Dos Equis man. N- well, with a beard, yeah, he kind of did. 
not i'm saying when he shaves his beard he looks like this actor and that he plays like the goofy jewish dad in a lot of movies i'm trying to fucking remember his name wait like when he shaved his beard yeah and put his glasses on and cut his hair like what movie is he in i don't know this is fucking i need to move on before he spends too much time just thinking about it but if i think about it i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll put wait, a... it's it's not um hank aziz right or no no sorry hank azaria i think is his name I don't think I don't think this dude has a Spanish last name. <laughs> if I had to take a guess, but let me Google. But dude, it's gonna kill me. I can't think of any movie this guy's been in. He's been in a shit ton of them. Just look up that dude who looks like the dude. No, in, um, what is Spanish? <laughs> no, it's not him. <laughs> no, but I was just saying jokingly, like that's what you need to look up. Like, who is the dude who looks like El Chivo and Amores Perros and plays the the Jewish dad in most movies? I'm just gonna type goofy Jewish dad character <laughs> see what pops up but it's Wait, hold on. this is uncanny to me sorry i'm gonna this is an urgent work call give me one second work call hello deliveries no I mean deliveries <laughs> this is the first look at how good will is at speaking spanish he overcompensates by really proving heavy on the accent. He has a slight bit of concern in his voice. They're trying to figure out how much taxes he has to owe from this job. Oh, pardon, I got that part. You just wanted to show the podcast you can speak Spanish. Um, well, I did. Wait, could you hear the conversation? Because I literally left the room. No, bro. I fucking I was narrating it. <laughs> oh, oh, so you couldn't actually hear me? Okay. No, I could hear you. As well. Wait, so you could hear me? Yes, I could fucking hear you. Fuck. I don't know if I'm allowed to put. Well, I mean, OK, who the fuck cares? Yeah, you got top secret information from all the paint cans you got to deliver. No, but I mean, like. Typically, companies don't want you to talk about the company business like on social media. You can you can blur out all the family less all the family recipes. True, true. But um, yeah. So El Chivo is like literally the coolest dude. Like I I don't know who is cool. Like who is cooler than him? He's so cool. What makes him cool? Like what what is the what is the defining coolness factor? As I remember on the last episode, you're you're asking me what the science is behind being cool. So why does he represent that to you? Um, he's cool because um, well, obviously his beard is is very nice looking. Um, also just like his behavior and the way he he like presents himself and you can just show that like it, you can tell that he just does not give a shit you know because there's a bunch of people that just say they don't give a shit but he literally does not give a shit right. and you know that he just has this like aura and authority over other people you know i know it was the nerdy businessman he was talking to but he's literally like he was like uh my partner here said you were very good at what you do and he's like good at what <laughs> 
Like, you could tell he was just kind of messing with him. But... Yeah, just, uh, it's one of those, <laughs> it's like, my IQ's stronger, so now I'm going to change my voice to make you know that I know what I'm talking about, and I know more than you. And I finally right. figured out what the fuck he looks like. <laughs> he looks like John Lovitz, like a Mexican John Lovitz when he shaves his beard and cuts his hair. Let me look up this guy. I know John you've seen Lovitz. him in movies. <laughs> Hello, son. Like, he just... <laughs> look like john lovitz yes he does when he yes he does not really are you out of your mind that's exactly who he looks like you can't tell me that he doesn't look like a mexican john lovitz Uh, not really crazy bro well anyway so also a big thing about someone being cool to me is that like you just get everything about them just by looking at them you know because your actual Especially in like a in like a story in in like a picture book or a, or a film, you know the way like a character looks says so much about them, you know. And like you could you could just take one look at El Chivo and you know everything there is to know about him. I yeah, I mean, there's a lot of characters that people develop that have the same sort of aura, but you never know if they're gonna be more unhinged or be the, the the voice of reason throughout the entire duration of the film but yeah like usually those characters are the some sort of constant consciousness that is is what's supposed to be like even though his was an extreme example of you know when you have your life uprooted and then you start taking jobs that are way against your character or you just lose your mind you just become right. a different version of yourself which is everybody can go through that. Like you think you're well adjusted in your twenties and thirties. And then as soon as you start balding, you're like, fuck, got to go kill people now. (laughs) Yep, man. Well, that's not going to be me. (laughs) You're going to, you're going to, you're going to crash hard. I I feel like you're, there's going to be one awakening moment that just like makes you snap. You're like, everything's bullshit. I'm going to fucking do this, this, and this I missed out on. Like you're going (laughs) to, you're going to have a really big awakening. That's the whole point of um, the Killing Joke, Batman. Mm. How like the Joker just had like one bad day, and that's all it took for him to be completely insane. <laughs> one bad day and one bad date. Yeah, I mean he lost his entire he lost his wife and kids in one night. He lost his house, like it burned down. He lost literally everything. Like that's all it took for him to just go insane. I mean that's a <laughs> that's nothing left to lose. That's kind of a. I feel like people would do more for less. Oh yeah, that's why he thinks everything's funny because he's like, "There's nothing else for me to do." So I mean, why should I give a shit? You know, <laughs> that's his thought process. It reminds me of um, I used to watch lots of a lot of court cams, and it's just always like these fucking fathers that got disenfranchised somehow, or they had their family gotten killed, and the courts didn't do. The right amount of justice, so they'll storm in with a gun or they'll just start screaming and want to like lunge at the judge with a pen or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy how like unsuccessful almost all of them are. Oh, yeah. But if El Chivo was doing it, he would have succeeded. <laughs> El Chivo. What does that mean? El Chivo? I actually, I don't know. Let me see. I just thought it was funny that there's a character in the movie called Dr. Nacho. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, gracias, he was like, gracias Nacho. 
Dr. Nacho. Bruh. El chivo. El inglés. <laughs> Doctor, why can't you save her life? Is she man? It's too expensive, man. It's too expensive, man. Hey, hey. Guess what el chivo means? <laughs> what? The goat. The goat? Yeah. Well, I guess it has modern context, so good for him. I mean, I don't know. That was obviously not intentional. Our meaning of the word goat. But That's why I said goat. modern fucking... Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. F- fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, anyway... It's like you he... don't even listen to me or talking. Okay. Yes, but um, obviously... So, El Chivo, is, he's literally one of my favorite characters in any movie ever. Um, I like the way he looks. I like the way he talks. I like his arc. I love how after he shaves and cuts his hair like you just he you, it's literally he's like a different person and he you know when he goes to his daughter's house and leaves the message on the phone and you just hear his voice he sounds completely different you could just tell he has that like that soft side you know because he's all tough and everything and he is like he's not being fake obviously when he's like doing business and you know like like you see what I mean, but like he he has just like that that soft side and that sensitive side, which I, I mean everyone does. Like no one no one does does not have something that makes him feel kind of sad or like you know kind of tear up. I don't really think he was portraying himself to be like super tough. He just was sarcastic. Oh yeah, that that that's what I'm saying. Like I, I he wasn't putting on a character. Like that's how he was. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Right. Like he was just messing with people. Like with the nerdy businessman, he knew that that guy probably has no experience in in asking for people to do hits. So he's like, "Hey, what, what do you think I'm good at? What, who's who told you that?" You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not in my special mental club. Fuck off. Right. He's not. Cause, yeah. He's like, you don't live off of like the, the trash. I love how like the other guy who brought the <laughs> nerdy, nerdy guy there was like, hey, so you're living off the trash. He's like, yeah, I like the trash. I found this nice watch. I found all this cool clothes. Like he's like, no, you stole that. <laughs> you didn't find it. You stole yeah. it. <laughs> I know. That's the other thing is that like, <laughs> he, I love how you could tell. Yeah. He's like that. Like he's not telling the truth or whatever. Like I love when he's fucking with the guy who he was supposed to kill and then he's like, what are you going to do with me? What are you going to He's like, I'm not going to kill you. Shut up. <laughs> I thought that was great. I couldn't and help but like, laughing. Ma- the, the plastic cups that he gave him. I used to have like 20 of those in my kitchen back in the day. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny. Like, that's probably where they ended up when we got rid of them. Yeah. Bro, I love the part <laughs> when he kidnaps the guy he was supposed to kill and then you're like, yo, is that a blockbuster in fucking Mexico, dude? Dude, and it was massive. It looked like a fucking, like, department store. Are you sure that was a blockbuster? <laughs> I swear to God. It, it had the little fucking ticket ripped in half kind of shit. Blue and yellow it was a blockbuster for sure. Bro. The, Lincoln the Park dude probably worked there. The boobies <laughs> dated as hell, though, dude. Can't. It's not good anymore. What, what are we doing? <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, not just El Chivo, like I said, I love all the characters. There's not like a single character that I don't like, except maybe, I mean, like the supermodel, but that's that's a given. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, yeah. Um, I just hate the, even, the trope of like pretty woman with a small dog. Like, I hate that trope in a movie. <laughs> I think that was kind of like making fun of that, though. Well, yeah, but you still have to go through it. You still have to <laughs> witness that is, it. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Even if you're making fun of a trope, you still do have the trope. 
It's like, yo, I'm making fun of jerking off, but you got to sit through like two minutes of it. Check it right, out. Exactly. This is art. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, no, 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 we're um, making fun of this. Right. Um, uh, I loved uh, Linkin Park guy. I don't dude. even remember what his name was, but when you said that shit, dude, I was dying. Because he had fucking the the, the white long sleeve shirt on, on top of the fucking black short sleeve shirt. He had the shaved hair with the little red, like, unicorn fucking ring around his head. Like, and he had a skateboard, <laughs> and he, like, was wearing the, the pants, like, those cargo pant thingies. And, like, yeah, plus the, the massive ball and chain <laughs> necklace. A Linkin Park, mate. Is what I is what I listen to my <laughs> Yeah, so another humorous thing Jason said was when Octavio asks Susanna, come with me, Jason goes, Yeah, to Manassas, Virginia. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunities here. Oh yeah, they would have done great here. Oh my god. I was um I remember when I used to go in Omegle a lot, I was talking to somebody from Mexico and just talking about like where you're from. So I was talking about I was from, um, I I can't remember where I said, I I think I lied and said I was from like West Virginia or DC or some shit. You never want to tell people where you're from. Fucking West Virginia? What the hell? Yeah, something close to where you live, but like not where you live kind of thing. And this dude is like, oh, is is that close to Manassas? I'm like, no fucking way. And I was like, not really, but I know where that is. And he was like, yo, I got a cousin that lives there. I'm like. <laughs> Wait, so what was this on? Like, what platform were you talking on a, to this person? On? You ever been on Omegle? Uh, no. You've never been on Omegle? I don't even know what the hell that is. Bro, you should. Omegle was the fucking bomb back in the day. It's basically, it was the website you could go to where you wanted to anonymously anonymously chat with people and you could do it with text or video it would just randomly link you up but like if you ever did the video it was just filled with dudes just fucking stroking it and they're always from like turkey or some shit every now and again there'd be like fucking like cute girls to talk to but other than that or like people that you had a common interest with but most of the time it was just fucking weirdos or people that were trolling now i have no idea what it is yeah i don't even want to know but it's pretty fun if you just want to, like, if you're super bored or drunk and you just want to bullshit with random people. Well, I've never done that. Why is that? Is that too dirty know. for you? No, I mean, that just, that never crossed my mind. Like, it's it's not like a, oh, I'm never doing that. It's just like, a, it li- I literally never thought about that. What, to just go in a random chat room? Yeah, I mean, I've never, I don't even know like where the fuck to do it. <laughs> Well, I guess it was a little bit before your time, because I don't. I yeah, mean, I'm, I'm like, young, dude. I'm Gen Z. Yeah, but it's the same principle as like doing it on Discord, or you're playing like video games. You oh, talk to random people on video games, or wherever the fuck you meet them online. This was just a designated spot. Just they would hook you. Like you literally would just talk to somebody. The second you want to fucking disconnect, click the button, talk to somebody different. Like you literally can spend hours just talking to random people, either on text or video like that's entertaining yeah it was fucking entertaining it was fun to mess with people i've saved so many chat logs of people that fucking just were so stupid and they're just fun to mess with fucking all the legma and the sugandis and all that shit like that was that was prime time for that you want to buy two cds <laughs> exactly like that was the content yeah yes or no would you like two cds yes two cds <laughs> 
I shouldn't even let Bro, you. I shouldn't even let you finish. Well, Chivo is totally the type of dude to make a a CD's nuts joke. No, he's not. Yes, he would just to mess with the, the dude. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm just saying random bullshit now, just because I I just really like the character. I think he's so good. Yeah, this worldview where it's like if there's a character you really like, you just like imagine they'd say the exact same things that you would say. <laughs> no, I, I was also just trying to say that for comedic value, just because I mean, it's I mean you know you've done it a couple of times. I I think it's more for com. <laughs> it's a little bit past comedic right, I mean, value. I just at think it's the funny. End of the, right, I mean at the end of the day, would he would he say that? I don't know, probably not. But I mean, if he would, that'd be funny as shit. <laughs> it's not it my totally point. work. It would totally work because he's doing it. No, it's not. It would not work. Well, if he's doing it, he would figure out how to do it. <laughs> see these not God. What would you like to see? <laughs> Bro, dos equis. I have to say, I, out of, I think, out of all the characters, I think, like, I don't know, like, there's not that many like cool old characters. A lot of the time they're oh, just like filler. There's plenty of cool old characters. There's like Gandalf. I mean, I'm talking and more like real, not like fantasy and like more like realistic. Oh, you mean like in in dramas and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I I'm trying to think of it. I mean, because everyone in City of God was just like twenty, and then like I mean yeah fuck i mean i think you got me <laughs> I, i'm only thinking of gran torino with um fucking with clint eastwood you ever seen that movie i i haven't seen that whole thing i just like it because like it's just somebody the racist eastwood, yeah. granddad that i would know <laughs> just walking out with yeah. a shotgun like i'm experienced i kill these minorities like fuck no i i i, I actually from I think I saw maybe like the first half of that movie. I really liked it. I thought Clint Eastwood was. Like, I, I was like, yeah, that's if my grandpa was a was a widower, that would totally be him. Clint Eastwood was just playing himself. Oh yeah, I mean he. I mean he's he's good at doing that. <laughs> you ever heard that shit back in the? I can't remember the, the fucking Emmys or Oscars or any of that dumb shit. Back in the seventies, when uh, John Wayne wanted to jump that fucking native girl because she was accepting a behalf or an award on behalf of some other fucking dumb actor, um, and like, oh yeah, I, that was like Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, what? that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know why he did that, but and like Clint Eastwood made because like John Wayne. <laughs> I just the image of John Wayne wanting to fight a fucking woman is just hilarious to me. Security I had to seen stop any of the... him. Right. I haven't actually seen any of the John Wayne movies. There's, they're awful. Like he's not like, I don't like. It's not even because the time that he came out and like he's just objectively bad. Like his. <laughs> okay. Like I mean, I've never him, seen him, so I don't know. But. Like they made him like, especially like he played Genghis Khan, like fucking Did he actually. Yes. You never the, heard that. No, I remembered there was some like american just like dude who played genghis khan but i didn't know it was him yeah in the fucking that the is awful and like what his accent hell? is just like horrendous like he's a fucking awful actor and they put him in everything why like they could have got anybody else who was like 
because it's why they put Chris Pratt I mean, to play Mario. Like it's a fucking like he's a sellable fucking actor that can play. Him okay, whatever. no, that's that's gonna be awful. Like, exactly. I, I don't care what exactly. Any, no, I don't care what anybody says. Like, oh, he he can he we, we they can work around. Like, no, Mario talking in complete full sentences. Like that's ter- that's a that's got bad news written all over it. I'm sorry. That movie's <laughs> not gonna be good. Oh God, are you, are you gonna They're watch like, it? Are you excited? <laughs> you gonna dress up for it? In in what? In your nicest suit or your nicest um, Jewish towel that you I'm gonna, showed yeah, me? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear the sidla and the the Judean robes. Did you pick your favorite position to wear it in? Uh, yeah, I'm doing the Jewish style. Is it the pirate look? Uh, no, the Jewish style is where you um. It's where I'm. I want to say it's like the. It's either the Moroccan or the Yemeni style. I forget which one it is. It's where like you just, you take it as as the square, flip it, you know, turn it to make it a triangle, fold it in half, at the top, you know, fold it two or three times, flip it over your head, and then you, take the both sides, you know, like make kind of pigtails out of them, cross them over both on like the opposite side, and then you like roll them up to like tighten them. I love how like giving a verbal description gives me no sort of fucking image in my head. <laughs> I mean, I tried to describe like I, I said like pig, pigtails and like you know cross it over on the opposite side. I don't know. I know it's it just doesn't translate well. <laughs> yeah, but I forgot what which country that that's from. But whatever, I don't know. Um, you know that meme of like John Hamm in the movie theater and he's like sipping a cocktail. And, he, and he's like really like observing like the screen and then it says like me watching like whatever and it's like some random movie like me watching yeah like the mario movie with chris pratt like hmm. <laughs> i just love how everybody shits on it and they're still gonna fucking the movie's still gonna make millions it's <laughs> but yeah it's like the fucking emoji movie i didn't even see it i'm like why would i want to watch this dude i love how james corden got so pissed off that everybody was clowning on that fucking movie, and then he like backtracked, saying like, "Oh, well, this movie wasn't gonna be good anyway," or, or some shit like that. Or he didn't Wait, even didn't watch he it. Or just something. Get, didn't he just get canceled? Like, didn't he get canceled for like just like sexual harassment or something? I don't know if it's been sexual harassment, but he's had a bunch of allegations of being just a total dick. I think like the newest I, one is he got yeah. thrown out of a like a New York restaurant because he was just abusive to the fucking wait staff or some shit. I don't like him. I think he's incredibly annoying. And just like the most, because I I don't get how he has such a big ego. Like he's awful. That's all talk show people. I hate like all talk show hosts. Yeah, they just it's obviously the <laughs> the level of headspace you have to go just to think that every like you have to deliver a funny line every single sentence you say. It just got to be exhausting. And then thinking oh, yeah. that you actually well, land that shit is even more fucking hilarious. Right. Okay. I I think the only talk show host who is tolerable to me, and that's really pushing it, is Jimmy Fallon. He's the I less annoying he's... out of them. Like I think the biggest. Oh yeah. Like he he's okay, and he's actually like done some. He's he's like done some stuff that has like made me like kind of chuckle. Yeah. But like yeah, but no, but like anybody else, I'm like, number one, they're not funny, and number two, like they're literally just like politicians masquerading as as comedians yeah uh, like yeah, they're literally they, just propaganda people they you know. took john stewart and made him more annoying 
like that's everybody's character <laughs> they're supposed to be the voice of the generation but like they just have whatever show for company and ideology that's present that day yeah jay leno jay- was not funny but he was an annoying jimmy kimmel's the worst i fucking can't stand jimmy kimmel who was worried him or stephen colbert like both that's like trying to decide between like do i want to eat this piece of shit or that piece of shit i think jimmy kimmel's worse because like stephen colbert's whole thing is like he's playing an exaggerative character like he's being ridiculous on purpose jimmy kimmel actually just think he's naturally funny he has that like uncomfortable like look on his face and he'll like deliver a line and just have no fucking like confidence in it and then he'll just like give like a nervous like <laughs> oops but like fuck you Dude. Dude, did did you see the Jimmy Kimmel with Joe Biden? That was oh. the funniest shit. Like listening to Joe Biden, like I was like, "What are you saying? Like, what are you saying?" And like Jimmy Kimmel was like, he, he was like assisting him in like his speech. I was like, "What?" The Cardi B Joe Biden crossover is probably the most important of our time, though. Uh, wait, what the fuck? You didn't know that Cardi B interviewed Joe Biden. Or I'm sorry, no, I, I didn't tried to have that. a conversation. Two people that are retarded tried to have a conversation together. It wasn't a fucking interview. <laughs> no. ah, okay, that's a better way to put it. Two retarded people had conversation with one another. God, like, I don't, like, it's it, it just goes to show you how fucked we are as a nation when you have the most popular entertainer, entertainer and a fucking, <laughs> the voice of a generation for females and then the leader of the free world. And it's the dumbest thing you'll ever see in your life. That's incredible to me. Like it's 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 legitimately it's like, like objectively the- amazing. Like you have like TED talks, which are awful now, sidebar. But like scholarly interviews, you have any sort of documentary you can watch. You can have a conversation with a you know a, a PhD guy and have like the most insane knowledge thrown your way. But the the most televised thing is the most dumbest shit you'll ever hear in your life. It's incredible to me. It's a testament, dude. <laughs> God, um, but yeah, Leach, I don't think Conan's that bad. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he's not awful. He's not trying to be like over. Although I haven't watched. I don't watch I mean, it. I've seen like clips of shit online, but I don't know. He's still like not funny. I mean, no, he's not funny. But he doesn't like. He's not as annoying to me as all the other ones. Like he doesn't come. Like that, I don't hate him. That is a good point. Yeah, I guess. But I used yeah. to like Trevor Noah, and Trevor Noah just became unfunny when he did all the political shit. Because he used to just do regular stand-up, and I, I liked his stand-up a lot because he was one of those people that he didn't have to be edgy or say something shocking. Like, he generally could just come up with funny scenarios. Um, and I don't think he, he didn't yeah, cuss I, he didn't cuss too much, and, and I don't give a shit if people cuss a lot or not a lot. I just think it's – you have more of a skill if you're able to be a comedian without saying, like, offensive things or just saying something edgy all the time. Like, it takes right, more skill to do true. that. So I – and his stuff was just genuinely funny even though it was clean. Um yeah, I've never actually, like, I've never actually seen any of his stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was a little, some of it was a little cheesy, I have to admit. But again, when you're doing that kind of comedy, it's it's going to be a little bit disingenuous in the first place. But he generally did have some funny moments. But ever since he did The Daily Show, it just, it completely changed him. And just, his shit just wasn't funny. Like, it's not even, like, the stuff that you agree with or disagree with. Like, he literally was just a mouthpiece for whatever the news wanted. And that's fine, but he didn't even, like, put his own, like, funny spin on it. Oh, yeah, because it's fake, you know? Yeah. You and I do not like fake stuff. It's like, well, I can't even... I don't know. Like, I, 
it sounded like people wrote his own jokes, but I don't know. It could have been just he just got stuck in a position that he wanted to make money in and he just didn't put any effort into it. I don't know. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like a singer who like, yeah, because like most singers don't write their own songs, but it's like at least like do it well, you know, like don't make me think that like you didn't give a shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like like Adam Sandler is a very good example of someone who like he's he's talented. Like he can be funny. He just doesn't give a shit. He's also down to earth. I supposedly down to earth. A lot of people have said so. I think if you're grounded as a I'm human sure he's kind of cool in real life. Yeah. Even if you're, but, you're um, even if your comedy is stupid, at least it's not going to come off as disingenuous. Like he's just generally that goofy. <laughs> oh yeah, his his comedy is is very lowbrow. Yeah. But um, to say the least. Right. Um, but, but it's like all those guys that are like going out of their way to be extra like disingenuous and goofy. So it's like the James Corden effect, the the Kevin James effect, because apparently he's a big asshole too. Same thing with Mike Myers, like all those guys. I don't like Kevin James that much. I don't either. I think, like I said, like Paul Blart, that whole series was just fucking like just the I mean, pinnacle I, of our country. I haven't. I haven't seen that since I was like a little kid, so I I have no. I mean, I thought it was funny when I was a little kid, but I just I I don't know. Well, I even grownups like that. <laughs> oh, I've heard those movies are god awful. Yeah, they're awful. I mean, I've never seen it, but I mean, I I I've heard it well enough, and I have no interest in seeing this. Like they're not meant to be good. It's just like comedians who are friends making a shitty movie to have a fun time and go on vacation. Yeah, but I don't like when movies are like intentionally made to be bad. That's never good. Right, because that's their cop-out. Like, we're not trying right. to make a Spielberg film here. Okay, Spielberg's not even, like, that good. <laughs> Long enough. I mean, he's... Actually, I mean, he's got some bangers. Like, I... Last Sunday, we watched Jurassic Park. That movie is still so good. Okay, who's a better... He's. A, I don't know movie people, so he's the first one that popped in my head. Like, who's a better example? Of... Like, like a better example of what? Like a actual serious, really good movie director. Um, the guy who directed Amores Perros, Alejandro Fine. Gonzalez Iñárritu. Yeah, he's not that guy from the MCU. No, he's not that highly respected um, director from the Mexican cinematic universe. <laughs> um, Bro, I gotta, sh- I gotta show you the other MCU stuff, like from Alfonso Cuarón, like. <laughs> Y tu mama también and stuff like that. Yeah. There's, there's so much good movies I want to show you. Well, watch them all. Fuck oh, it. yeah. Yeah, and, and Beautiful, which, I mean, that takes place in Spain, but that counts as the MCU. Have you ever seen Apocalypto? Yes, I have that on my in my collection. That's such a great movie. I can't believe Mel Gibson directed that movie. <laughs> I, I have some problems with it. Um, Because, like, a lot of the movie, like, the way it's shot it looks like a documentary like it's so bad like i think a lot of the camera angles are so jank i'm I'm just like this doesn't look good like it this should be wider like this should like it doesn't look like a movie it looks like a like a cheap you know like tv special but the last like half of the movie is so entertaining like i don't even care like my blood was pumping that entire last half of the movie yeah, and I, 
I think because yeah, Mel Mel Gibson's really good at that. He's really good at showing like raw, visceral, like just bloody action. You know. How many? Cause I know he did the the Passion. He, he did that movie. What other ones has he done? Well, right, but you see my example there, right? With like he's just very good at depicting raw, bloody, visceral action. I didn't um, think the well, Passion he, was that good. It just you could tell like it was a very one-sided movie oh yeah but well what do you mean one-sided like it yeah obviously you know his thoughts on (laughs) the the themes and elements of that whole region but well you know there's a lot of (laughs) you know there's a lot of christians who don't even like that movie no i I haven't i i didn't see that movie until i was like you know i only i don't i didn't even think i saw it till last year what i'm saying is he didn't really put that much nuance into the actual i mean <laughs> I don't want to say no, the no, message yeah, no, of the I, movie. I, I agree with you. I I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what I'm saying mo- like it wasn't. Oh right, they're much better Jesus movies. Like I th- I think Jesus of Nazareth from 1977 with Robert Powell is a much better interpretation of even even though I mean Jesus of Nazareth sorry Jesus of Nazareth is about his whole life and the movie is like like six hours long. Um. And like the passion only covers, you know, the last part of his life. Even so, I just think it's a better interpretation of Jesus. I think Black Jesus is also a good interpretation. <laughs> you watch that show? No, I've never seen it. It's but, made um, by the dude that did the Boondocks. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, I, I like the Boondocks. Yeah. Um, but Mel Gibson also made, um, he made Hacksaw Ridge. Was that um, the was, um? Was that the one where that guy, he was like, he didn't want to be, um, he didn't actually want to kill anybody. He just wanted to be, a, he was like a medic. Yes, that is true. I think I got, I, that was, I remember that being the movie that everybody was like, oh, I hate war movies, but this was such a good one. I was like, well, wait, <laughs> wait till you learn who directed it. <laughs> I mean, well, right. I mean, it's got a lot of like, of that Mel Gibson, like not subtle cheesy stuff, you yeah. know? But I mean, he, like I said, he does what he does, like, and it's the best part about like the passion too is that, like, Mel Gibson is just so good at capturing just that raw, visceral, bloody action. He's so good at that, and just that emotion, you know, like he's really good at at that, you know, like that's what I get from the passion, you know, like that's why it feels so like gritty and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, it, and it really makes you not in i mean it does tip over the line a little bit with like the shock value and stuff like that with like you know like when they're in the passion like when they're whipping jesus i'm like okay that's a little too much you know like jesus like would have literally been dead by now and but the um, best part of that scene it was like when lucifer was holding that little like blobfish demon baby thing yeah that made no (laughs) sense um but so, so there's that he but his big movie that everyone knows is braveheart yeah oh he directed that one yeah he's he's like the main character too. No, i know he's the main character i just didn't know he directed it oh he, he directed it too you know i've never seen it i have only seen like the first 40 minutes of it because i fell asleep not because it was bad because <laughs> i just was really tired i just don't think he's a good actor that's why i never watched it everybody says that movie's amazing i just i, I don't think it would be like um there's a bunch I of other he's... pieces from around that time that are probably just as good if not better I mean, a lot of people just like it because it just makes fun of Englishmen. Because, <laughs> like, the whole point is that, like, it's a very, like, Scottish movie. And, it, like, it's it has a lot of cool Scottish things, you know, and a, and a lot of it. Like, it's, it's, it's like, about the, 
the Scottish being like oppressed by the English and then they like revolt, you know? So yeah. if you're Scottish, it's the movie for you. If you need to make fun yeah. of the British, you just need to see Facebook when the Queen died. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um <laughs> But yes, Braveheart is essentially the godfather for Scottish people. Scotland. Yeah, I, I just I just I have to watch all those movies one day before I die, I guess. But it's long though. Like it's really long. I'm that's sure. why I don't that's why like I don't really have the courage to watch it. Whereas like I mean I, I'm Amores Perros, that's like I could watch that in like any mood. It's so good. It is also a long movie though. I feel like long it, movies it, you really got to be in the mood for. It is true, but like I mean, I I mean, it gets a ten for me. It's like I I literally do not see anything significantly wrong with it that I would drop a point. The worst part about it obviously is the second act of it you know with that that storyline but like it's still a good storyline yeah it does that i don't know i because obviously it's a serious movie there wasn't i don't besides like i don't think there was that many intentionally funny parts in the movie like <laughs> no, no all the funny parts were just like natural kind of just jokes the characters made yeah but i don't know like sometimes it, it was a weird change of pace to have like because that that part with the dude having an affair with the girl that was in the car accident that was just like more depressing than anything yeah but it also i mean it just shows you like hey don't simp (laughs) (laughs) don't fucking simp or fix the fix the floors in your house that's the biggest that's the message of the whole entire movie fix your fucking floor yeah and don't let your dog go in the fucking floor because then your wife's gonna bitch at you about how you can't get the dog out and how you don't want to open up more of the floor i just would like to say as a man that story is relatable to every man out there when it's just like 2 30 in the bet. morning and like this shoulder just wakes you up out of nowhere just like go check something yep. out I'm like, oh, God. that noise you made was great just uh, <laughs> something in like, the higher register <laughs> above asian C just nags at you it just and then like just the male voice is like the blow like two octave like <laughs> right like, like like in charlie brown you know, like <laughs> when, like, when the adult able to get just, a trombone real quick yeah <laughs> do you like charlie brown i i don't think i've ever watched enough of it to give a shit i've always I, honestly my my exposure to charlie brown has been on like christmas cards I see, but like, you've never seen like the actual Christmas special. I'm with, like, sure the I have. Ho- the Halloween one, it's funny. Like it's got some classic kind of like highbrow humor. Like well, it has, it's, it's 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 good taste. <laughs> Peaks your I, eyebrows. I like huh? <laughs> mm, oh yeah, this is some good mm. entertainment. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's high caliber stuff, you know. <laughs> Charlie Brown. It is, dude. I'm surprised um, they haven't tried to do a, a live action Charlie Brown. I mean, they with did Chris the... Pratt. <laughs> like, yo, can you come here for a second? Just, just hold this football. I just, just, just that hold it. I want to kick it really bad. Who would be Lucy, bro? I don't know. Fucking Emma Stone, probably. 
<laughs> Come here, Charlie. Okay. Come kick the football. <laughs> that you is really want to kick br- it. That is like the greatest thing I've ever heard you say. There's going to be a live action Charlie Brown with Chris Pratt. Emma Stone. Or the bitch I mean, from was... My Name is Earl. She'd be also be a great Lucy. Right. I mean, what I was going to say is like, I mean, they already made that like that computer animated one, which I thought was like pretty good. It's a nice, like fun family movie. It looked like the VeggieTales animation. <laughs> I like VeggieTales. VeggieTales is good. I know we've talked about that before. Yeah. VeggieTales is um, highbrow comedy. <laughs> oh, a lot of it is, dude. Yo, you like really have to the... understand the metaphors to get these jokes. Yeah, bro. Like I said, with the rubber duckies and how <laughs> L- Larry is jealous that Junior has his own rubber ducky, who he loves very much, even though, you know, Larry has a hundred rubber duckies, you know, and he's jealous and he wants that rubber ducky. I just like that there's ducks in an all fruit universe and veggie universe. Right. I just, I just love how they like, like I mentioned this, I just love how like they make that like lesson approachable to kids. Cause obviously, you know, they can't say, Oh, he has 50 wives, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I just think that that's genius. They should make an adult version. Like, the, the most bloodiest parts of the Bible, the stories, put them in Veggie Tales. Oh, that would be awesome, dude! I would so watch that. Like Veggie Tales, <laughs> rated R, bro. Sodom and Gomorrah. Ooh, man. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Bible's a brutal book. Dude. Cain and Abel. That'd be a great one. Veggie murder. Yeah, dude. Um, you got. Um... It basically would just be sausage party. Part two. Okay, Sausage Party kind of sucks. <laughs> Once you got over the, the shock factor of, all oh, this is an adult-rated animated movie. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to him. Like, that whole scene at the end was, like, pretty funny. No, it was. Like, that was like... the worst scene in the whole movie. No, but I thought it was creative. fucking each other. That was dumb as shit. No, but I thought it was, like, creative how they were how doing that. How is that, that creative? With, like... No, no, with, like, the different foods and how, like, they did their... I don't know. It, it was it was kind of funny, but like yeah, the rest of the movie it's just like, oh this like, cause yeah, cause like you know like you said it looks like a kids movie and it's like oh this vegetable said this like vulgar thing yeah. ah like my favorite my favorite scene from Sasha's party was when like they're on the street and they meet like the condom and like his mouth is just moving with all the fucking shit inside. <laughs> yeah, help me. <laughs> I just I love like the taco dude. <laughs> oh yeah. The fucking Indian yeah. uh, fire water was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, it was a fucking dumb movie, but... Yeah. Well, is there anything more you want to say about Amores Perros? Um, just so they should speak English in the next movie. <laughs> like, that'll be, like, your complaints to, like, the, the studio. <laughs> like, please speak English next time. <laughs> I'm trying to see these yeah. women, but they don't speak English. No, I I like watching. I like reading subtitles, and I like foreign films. So, I don't like They're a lot really of people hate on that. I don't get it. Like, I don't know that they just are too lazy to read, or they just don't understand. But I feel like movies without subtitles, I always miss a lot of it because there's sometimes like every now and again some of the dialogue just gets mixed up lower 
in the sound for some reason. Like I'm always like, what the fuck did he say? And you can't like when you're in the movie theater, you just miss it. So I actually sometimes prefer subtitles. I can actually, you know, get more of a context of what's going on. I, I typically only just use subtitles if, um, if the, um, if the movie's like not in English, well, obviously if it's in Spanish, I'll just use Spanish subtitles, but yeah, typically no, I, I don't really, I mean, if they're there, I'm fine, but I just, I don't like having to constantly, like, I just feel like I'm always looking at the subtitles and not like the actual screen, you know? It's yeah. just my, I mean, like at the end of the day, I don't think it's like, I don't, I, I like subtitles, but. I don't really think don't, it makes a difference. Like I've, I, every time I watch the movie with subtitles, I don't ever feel like that's I'm fair. missing out on like the scenes of the other movie. Cause it's so quick. Right. Like, I don't think the dialogue is going to be quicker than changing a scene or like, you're going to miss something by looking at the dialogue. True, true. But, yeah. But, I, but, yeah. I mean, a movie like this, it's got a lot of that mood and, like, atmosphere. You know, I'm a big fan of that. You know, just, like, seeing those, like, like the Mexico City streets and, like, the, the underground dogfighting. It's cool. I love the aesthetic. I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is really good. The soundtrack was good. I did like that. That was banging, you know. <laughs> That's the other thing about movies like that is they always get a really good soundtrack of like independent shit. Oh yeah, but also when that when like a lot of times when the soundtrack was kicking in, they would have like montage scenes and they were good, you know, because typically <laughs> montage montage scenes are so bad yeah. and predictable. But like what was so cool about the montage scene in this one because you didn't know what was gonna happen and they would throw like random shit in there, you know, like when Ramiro was like cheating on his wife in like the store. Like that was a kind of a like. <laughs> cool surprise like, i didn't think that was gonna happen <laughs> i forgot about this i bought you a walkman am i not cool to you <laughs> yeah what and then he literally just like yells at her right after and then he's like shut up <laughs> yeah and, and no but remember we were watching the thing because like he so for those who don't know this guy works at like a supermarket and he robs other like stores of the sort to make money and then we're just like watching the movie and like he's putting his 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 mask on and it looks like the same store i was like wait is that the same store he works at he's gonna rob what i hope that they just didn't have the budget to film in another location so they just used the same one and tried to make it look different okay no i don't think it's that <laughs> they they had money but oh, fuck. Um, that was i i really hope that is the case that he fucking robbed the store that he worked at <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, but, um, yeah, wait, there was some other thing I, I, I forgot. Like I, I didn't notice it on the, oh yeah. I didn't realize that he stole the Walkman from the place he robbed yeah. because I didn't really think about where he got it from. Cause yeah, for the listeners, I watched this movie a couple times before Jason saw it. So this was like my third or fourth viewing. Like I haven't even seen it that much and like it's, it gets better every time. Like, trust me. I also think it's, I don't, I mean, I guess it's a common mindset that this dude that worked at a grocery store and like stole shit, like he was the only one, he, he wanted to be the sole provider for the family. <laughs> yeah, man. And he wouldn't Good let his brother fucking that. pay for anything. Or he wouldn't even, he, he didn't even give him a family discount. He didn't even want him fucking being there buying groceries for the family. Yeah, but I mean, you know why. It's because you knew that he had something for his wife. I don't think it ever looted because that guy seemed pretty stupid. Like, I don't think he ever put it together that he was trying to fuck his wife. I think he did. I, mean, I don't know. 
No, because I mean, like, even from the beginning, like when you first meet the characters, he's like, "What? What? You know, you know, they lost the dog, and then he's like, bro, Ramiro, like I walk him all the time. Like, what? Do you, that's like, what the hell? Like, uh, and then he's like, what? What are we talking about? Like, don't, don't, don't like deal with this. Like, sh- this is between me and my wife and shit. You know." I don't um, know, I still feel like he, I, he was too busy I, fucking I some th- other girl in the grocery store to notice. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Mexico. This shit happens everywhere. Especially well, yeah, if you work at a grocery but, store. Right, but then, um... Those people fuck. True, but like, in a grocery store? <laughs> every every 9 to 12 an hour job fucks. That is true. Bro. Nine to twelve—that's not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's the new minimum wage. Uh, fucking twenty feels like the new minimum wage. The way shit's going, but oh, I, I thought you said like nine o'clock to twelve o'clock. No, 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 like the hourly rate. But I see. I was like, that's not a lot of hours working. <laughs> Dude, every person that I that I've talked to that works at like a restaurant or a grocery store or a department store, they just always have drama about like fucking their coworkers or like <laughs> who else is fucking who. It's just. It's a weird lifestyle. I'm glad I got out of it. Can't relate. <laughs> you don't want to fuck anyone at your job? <laughs> well, first of all, I mean... <laughs> they're all they're all boomers, right? Uh, that's part of it. Um, well, so, like, I can't... Like, I can't talk that much about this. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> you already got the phone call on cam. Might as well keep going. Yeah, but that was, like, in another language. You don't think people speak Spanish listen to this? All five no, of them? No one, no, no <laughs> one fucking listens to this. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You're not good at advertising, Will. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is, I'm not looking to get income out of this. Like, this is just for fun. Because this is just fun, you know? Uh, it's for you to showcase your problematic views to the world. So in, in the event you do get famous, they're going to pull up all these fucking videos. <laughs> Like, like going back to the part where I said women don't shouldn't have the right to vote. Yeah, that's a great clip. That's a great five second CNN headline. Will Zeldin, owner of the Salsa Club on Sudley Road, claimed that women should not have the right to vote. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Have you uh, have you done more research into uh, all the ins and outs of your Salsa Club that you're gonna inevitably yeah, open? I'm looking at the right. I'm looking at the zoning laws and, and shit. It's Are you really, looking at the like, shirts you're gonna buy? The shirts? The shirts you're going to buy with your chain? Wait. What, what do you mean? Never mind. Jesus Christ. Are you looking at permits? Permits for... Um, I, I am meaning to. I am just... Really busy work. The expectation is getting higher and higher. Um, I can pretty much only do this shit on the weekends. Like all this research and shit. Because like, I, I get out of work and it's essentially just go to the gym... And then I come home and I have to cook all my food and I have to like shower and everything and then essentially like read a book. If that even like a lot of times it's just, what do you just have go to, to read sleep a book? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about like, as like, I was just saying that is just the way, like, it's just a little bit of free time, but like, you know, but I mean, when I get home and it's like, I've had like that whole day, like, I don't want to go do research or something like I'd rather do that, like, on the weekend when I have, like, a ton of time and, like, I'm feeling rejuvenated. Not, like, on a Wednesday, you know? Business never sleeps, bro. Do you even have a general ballpark of the amount of money that you're even going to need? 
Uh, yeah, and I'm not de- I'm not disclosing that right now. You don't have to disclose it. I just think if you have like a general ballpark. Well, I do. Trust me. Live in the most expensive fucking area in the country. And well, I am Jewish, so <laughs> you'll find a way. The money calls you home. I'll find a way. <laughs> Spidey senses right. are tingling. The Jewish <sighs> senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm thinking about getting this new suit though is that gonna be your so you're not gonna be wearing shirts you're gonna be wearing suits in your club i mean yeah it's your dress like, code why i mean i don't know if i'm gonna make everyone have to but like i mean preferably yes but i don't know if i want to make that the rule yet but no i definitely want to be wearing suits showing up there <laughs> it's gonna be classy though right what do you mean by that? You said that you wanted to have a classy atmosphere. No, I mean, not not like a 1940s. No, I mean, no, but like something that is not going to be a nightclub, which is inevitably what it's going to be. <laughs> it's just a place where you come and like listen to music and drink and like that's and it. Fuck and take MDMA and get date rapes. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, anyway... <laughs> Um, Come on down. So, what do you so? Changing the subject, what do you give Amores Perros out of ten? I'm giving it an eight because of the ending and the second storyline. The ending is good though. No, it's not. Okay. They just fucking. Yes, it is. No, I hate when they just end a movie for no reason in a random That's like spot. The... That's the whole point. Like, well, it, would it really have been better if you figured out who killed who? Like, you know how many movies show a fucking dude walking through the middle of nowhere and then into the sunset or some shit? That's like almost every movie. But it's like about like the the brokenness and like the dissatisfaction and like the hopelessness of of like life. You're just <laughs> naming adjectives that's been in other movies. Yeah, but I mean, this movie does it really fucking well. It doesn't matter like what it has necessarily i mean it's really just how it's done and it's done very well i think yeah the overall the overall feel of the movie was nice i just think the ending right, was and just, it's like it's why? it's mellow like it's very it's it's not like cheesy stonery but like it's it's very mellow like melancholy not really i mean it's got some upbeat parts like especially in the first um act you know yeah but um i did like the pacing over i liked how nothing was really over the top yeah right and i was i mean i never thought it was boring i mean i guess the most boring part was just all the stuff trying to find the dog in the apartment but even so i mean um i just like how the like that's the other thing like it just has all these little touches here and there and i just noticed like how it just has like dogs as the central theme and like you know about you know like just dogs are like you know it's their men's best friend and like it literally ruined all these people's lives you know but then also like dogs give people joy you know like the way that like the homeless man or sorry like el chivo finds like purpose in taking care of all these dogs and he just like has like five of them you know and he takes them around and just i don't know like you just trust me like you you're gonna watch it again and it's gonna be your favorite movie 
I do. I am very curious about how they filmed a lot of the dog fighting scenes, and obviously the the scenes of them yeah. dead and bloodied were kind of. It's it's crazy because I don't really see too much of like animal death in movies. So like the fact that it was super blatant was a little bit of a of a weird sensation because it's like you know me and there was a lot of them. Like they showed a lot of dead dogs in that movie. But I mean, I can't. I can imagine they weren't actually dead. Well, no shit. I'm just saying it's weird to like have that being portrayed in a movie because I feel like here that's kind of like the the untouchable like even in horror movies it won't even show the dog getting killed like it'll just like you hear it like and that's Ooh, it yeah i mean that's why this movie is just like brutal i mean yeah. a lot of people they can't watch it because of that but it really wasn't that over the top like it didn't like you didn't see the dogs like shredding the fucking thing you just you saw them fighting a little bit and then like it was dead and bloody like you didn't it, it wasn't really like graphic in the actual fighting like it was just graphic I mean, like, even, when they were dead i mean even so like a lot of people just they don't want to watch like blood oozing out of dogs oh yeah like all that stuff like that i mean what's funny is that i i don't know why i didn't per, like i didn't see it coming and i was just like i don't like this should have been pretty simple to figure out i don't know why i missed it was when he brought the when he took the dog from the car accident and then he brought it home to his other dogs and then he came home and like the fucking dog killed all the other ones <laughs> i don't know how i didn't like, see that coming yeah, I know. And I, I forgot that that was even, like, in the movie. Yeah. Dude. But, um... <laughs> yeah. He was like, you son and of I a just... bitch, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can't do that! Gavron! Gavron! Yeah, and then, like, I just... I like how, like... Um, El Chivo, like, just cut... Like, you could tell, like, he really cared, and he really tried to, you know, like... Like, save him, which he did, which I thought was... It felt really nice, you know? Because it, it, it's got, I mean, it is a brutal movie, but it's got a lot of those moments where it's like, oh, that's nice, you know? Yeah, it's nice and nice and humanly. Right. Even when the dude literally leaves his wife and children to go live with this supermodel. <laughs> Bro, I... That was, that was not very heartwarming. Gosh, no, but also, I mean, just like when she gets in like the the accident, and I could just he gets so much by the look on his face, like he's just like, "Fuck!" Like, what is like? <laughs> Gotta left? deal with this now. <laughs> I know, because it's like, what the fuck? Because I mean, there was nothing else to the relationship other than that, like she was hot, and that's gone now. So it's like, fuck! <laughs> like you saw, like he even tried to like. <laughs> talk to his like ex-wife <laughs> that's the that's the only caveat like fuck man this is the whole reason why i did this in the first place now i miss my no, family exactly. <laughs> she's not even hot anymore right and then he like calls back his ex-wife and like she knows it's him you know what's really funny and also kind of like it makes me feel weird because like I, like objectively he's a bad character not like a bad character but just like not a good person right so but like when I when I was watching the movie, it just has reminded me of like my attitude towards like people that I've dated in the past of like not are, wanting to are, deal are with you, are their bullshit. About, are you talking about like the 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 magazine guy? Yeah, like I've oh, yeah, I've yeah. never like staged a massive like secret affair. Like I've never been that guy. I've usually been fucking like on pace with where I need to be and what I need to do. Just in general, yeah. I've never been that guy. But just the fact of like you having to deal with like every time you date a girl you always like absorb the problem so it's like there's always a new problem every day and so like just like i said earlier like just that waking up in the middle of the night just having to do something it's just like fuck 
So it's like you see that selfish behavior like being betrayed at me. It's like, ugh, makes me feel weird. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got... Yeah, I'm telling you, man, like all all this stuff, like it's just it's like I said, it's just it's about so much. And like you just see so many parts of your life and like you, how you can relate to it and stuff like that in all these different areas and stuff like that. It's weird. It's like I don't have I mean, besides what I just said, kind of, but I don't really feel too much relation with like characters and not I don't know if it's because like there are foreign films. So the culture is just different or like, I, I don't do criminal shit. So it's like, I can't be like, Oh, I remember that time I fucking stabbed this dude and he's chasing me. <laughs> oh, the memories. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have shot that guy. Fuck. Now I can't start my own business. Like I've never had to go through stuff like that. Um, yeah. or been to jail, even though I've almost been to jail, but, ah, yeah, you told me that. In la cárcel. La cárcel. Yeah. Another thing but, about um, there's a lot of things I probably almost have should have been arrested for, so I could right. have almost related and made a movie. Hey, do you remember how you said that? Like, remember we were talking about the stuff being cool, and we arrived at the conclusion that we think the stuff that is cool is cool because like we relate to it. Right. Maybe I relate to Chivo. <laughs> well, I don't think it's exclusively. I I feel like it can relate with the way you want to be or the way you want to do something. So like, right. But I mean, I still find things like of me in him, like what, in, like weird ways. What did you like find? The, isol- the, the solo kind of thing. And like, he's, he's just kind of like away from the rest of people. And like, he's the low he's, like, wolf. Yeah. Right. The, the, the Sigma male. protagonist syndrome. He actually is like a Sigma male though. Do you do you, I <laughs> No, no, I think all of that stuff is retarded. Okay. No. I was saying that in like a meme way. Cuz like I know you me. bring it up ironically a lot, but like there has to be some sort of like internal <laughs> thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Um cuz there's people that genuinely because... believe that they're like beta out well not many people think they're beta, but like alpha or sigma. Like there's people that it's like bitches with zodiacs, like that's their version. They legitimately like subscribe to that. Right, and it's because since we don't have Jesus in our society anymore, <laughs> we have to find some way to figure out how to. This has like, nothing to do with Jesus. It just has to. Yeah, it does. We were killing we each Jesus. other with that mindset too. Everybody has this view that is higher than actually what they portray to be. Yes, but when you don't have Jesus, you try to figure out, fuck, what am I doing? And then you figure, oh, like I'm definitely. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm an alpha male or I'm a bit. But like when you have Jesus, you just don't give a shit about that and you just be the man you were supposed to be except with like when you don't have that it's like the world is just fucking made up of alphas and betas and it's like no it's the same not how the world works it's the same shit except you think you have divine right now <laughs> no it's not the fucking same thing well anyway i mean i think we, we still pretty much agree though that the alpha male beta male shit is stupid i just i just want to know like like people like like, I, I feel like I have a pretty realistic view of myself. Like, I don't feel like I'm, like, very good at a lot of things, but I also don't feel like I'm not good at a lot of things either. Like, I just, I can kind of, like, I, I float around this average range where I can just do shit or figure stuff out, but then also, like, have to learn and catch up to a lot of things. Like, I, I don't feel like I have this elevated sense of perception. 
No, that's me too. I, I kind of would put myself in the same category. Like, I'm still learning, obviously. There's a lot to go. But I still have, like... You and I, I would say, still have, like, that kind of base, you know? That, like, you know, we've been through stuff. And, like, we can use the knowledge we've learned and apply it to the new situations to, like, get better, you know? And grow in wisdom and whatnot. I don't know, man. I'd just be living... I don't right. think I'd just be living too, man. I think the key is just to not think about that shit a lot. I feel like if you focus your energy on I don't know, like people put way too much worth in themselves. <laughs> they just do. They're always like, I'm the prize or you know, I'm confident enough to achieve this goal and then half the time it's like the forces outside of their control that either makes it happen or just fucking totally derails it. It's like I I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't have this egotistical sense. Well, I'm motivated to reach my goal. <laughs> you can be motivated. Just understand that, like, the shit's not all you. Oh, right. And if it doesn't work out, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, yeah, there's a billion other things you could do. So the people that I can't stand to be around are the, like, the insecure people that think they're good at everything. Have you ever met those kind of people? <laughs> I've been that before. Really? I mean, to an extent, sure. You know I what I'm talking about? Like, the... I used to know fucking dudes that were overprotective of the girl that they were dating and they would feel threatened by anybody else that was male that was good at doing something. Yeah, like, why are you talking to my girlfriend like that? Well, not even that. Like, I remember... Um, why are you looking at my girlfriend? Hey, 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 why are you talking to my girl? Hey, why are you looking at my girlfriend? Bro? Well, that too, but I more mean so it's like the girl is like talking about like a a musician that they like or somebody is like, oh, I saw this really cool painting and the guy's like, you never like my paintings like that. Like, stuff like that. Well, yeah, because your paintings look awful. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they feel threatened by people that are actually good at doing shit. Right. And it's like, you know, you can take criticism, right? Like, that's literally the whole point of, like, being a human is, like, taking criticism and, like, learning from that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I agree. I, I feel like most criticism isn't helpful and, like, people, like, are get thrown into the sharks and they just can't handle it, especially if they're insecure. That's why, like, even, like, if it is constructive, they just shut down or just think, no, this is my way. This is the right way. This is my way. Well, that's another reason why El Chivo is so cool is because he's literally the opposite of insecure. You also like, think he, he's hot, you know, too. Um, You didn't need to mention that. I do need to mention that because every time you say it, it makes me fucking... No. <laughs> okay, I must clarify that... I'm allowed to think that dudes are good looking. Absolutely. Because, right. Because women say that other women are hot all the time. 100%. And that's not labeled. That's no, but that's not labeled as lesbian. But if a dude says another dude's hot, that's like. The point is they don't like say that gay. word. They don't. I've never. I've only ever heard yes, but dudes you, you know saying I'm, they're good looking and maybe handsome. Like even handsome is kind of teetering that line. I've never, ever heard a straight dude that's not attracted to the same sex say another man is hot. I've just. Yeah, it, but you know, I'm saying that just to like fuck with you, though. No, because you're serious. I know you, you said, you know. No, you but can't it's backtrack like, it's, and be like, no, I can't get why you're so weird about it. But no, I'm just trying to mess with you. Like, no, bro. No, but I was just fucking kind of mad that you like said that. But whatever. <laughs> I just because like the first time you said it, it was not That's like why no the, one listens to this podcast anyway. <laughs> the first time you said it was not to mess with me. You were generally confused why we were like, why would you say that the dude's hot if you're not attracted to him? 
it's, it's for comedic effect. No, it's not. Not the first time yeah, you said it. Is. it. It's, it is now because we're memeing, but the first time you said it, it, it was genuine. Well, why would I have said it the first time? For because comedic you... effect. No. <laughs> why else? <laughs> because it's covering your tracks. That's why. <laughs> the tracks of what? The tracks that you thought that that was the word to call good-looking men. Yeah, because it's funny and it like it just it it has the punch, you know. It, no, it punches. It it definitely grabs your attention. Exactly. That's what that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> well, you've achieved it. Congratulations. <laughs> and yes, El El Chivo is very good looking. <laughs> ten out of ten would smash. Yes, he is ten out of ten, but you know would smash would would not smash because you know. Sins of the flesh. Off limits. <laughs> um, what else? So, oh, did you like um, Amores Perros over City of God or like vice versa? Which which one do you prefer? Um, I think I would watch City of God more because I generally don't like, especially when I'm by myself. Because, like, usually when I watch movies with people, it's either just some random movie at someone's house. I never, like, recommend a movie or I'm watching it in the theaters. But I, I generally don't like watching long movies by myself for some reason. So I probably would watch City of God more. But I like them equally. Okay, I see. Because, like, for me, City of God just, like, has that... Like, it has that kind of lull in, like, the, the end of the second act that I talked about on the podcast when yeah. we did that. Um... Where I just wasn't as entertained as, like, the rest of the movie. And also, I just... I mean, obviously, the the characters in City of God are great. But I just think that the characters are, like, richer in Am- Amores Peros. And they have, like, a lot more going on. Even though, don't come around, like, I, I think the characters are great in City of God. But just, like, they have less going on. You know, like, with... They weren't as dramatic. Like, right. And also, like... I, well, I mean, I just couldn't, like, connect with them as much. I mean, I, obviously, like, I knew, I knew their deal was. And I could connect with, like the main characters but like some of the characters like didn't have that much to them you know yeah like um the the ginger dude i mean he, he was funny but like you know it makes me miss hanging out with like my group of friends back in the day just bullshitting yeah and just man saying dumb shit right and then you don't realize like how like you're never gonna get that back ever again not to say never I don't, the problem is, I, I know we've talked about it before, I, I hate talking to people around my age because they just, all they want to talk about is sports or politics, I just don't give a fuck. The two worst topics. Seriously. <laughs> and I've, I've, I, I, I don't know if people can get that impression of me listening to this, but I generally have a very, like, independent, middle-of-the-road type of thinking, so it's like I've, I hang out a lot around people that are very right-wing, especially because of my job and like I know a lot of people that are left wing from my school and it's just like people personally that I know so it's like I get also, to hear like, all the both sides well yeah sure. that too but yeah. I, I'm objectively more neutral I have to be in a job so I'm not even gonna you know say anything raunchy in general but just like as a general like I never fully like agree with people either way so it's just I hate just being stuck in the middle just having to listen to this bullshit from both sides Jason, you have to agree with me or you're not my friend. Well, I like disappointing <laughs> people, so <I> get cucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, nice. It's my um, favorite. I love disappointing people. 
It's fun. I get off on it. <laughs> I remember I I was a <laughs> fucking even more of a sarcastic asshole than I am now back in high school. And I just got a thrill out of like annoying my teachers. <sighs> just fucked. But, but yeah, I, these. fucking, I hate hanging out with people. I, you know what? I'm just going to preface. I hate hanging out with everybody. Like I, I can't tell if I'm more annoyed by hanging out with people that are significantly older than me or people my age, because I just, I have nothing interesting to talk about ever with people. Are you, are you sure? Um, well, I mean, so am I the exception of like someone who like we we have interesting things to talk about amongst each other? Or, I like, would not sit to... here and record a conversation every week if I didn't fucking find it interesting. Will? <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, like, I mean, could you do this with Matt? I mean, well, yeah, because I fucking I <laughs> I'm talking about people that like I just like. There's I don't think there's anybody like now in my life that I'm going to have like to be like a close friend or something that I like really connect with. It's going to be people that I like mildly tolerate. I see. Okay. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, I'm like... not going to have a relation on that level. It's going to be people that like, he's entertaining, but I'm going to get tired of it. Or this is going to be a train wreck. I can't wait. Or it's like, Oh, this is fucking boring. I don't want to listen to people, bitch. Right. Like a lot of it is just like the relationships are just like the mundane, like, Hey, how's it doing? Like, okay, cool. Not even that. I'm just genuinely not interested in what people have to say. And that sounds like really like stupid to say, but it just, it's the truth. Can can you like, would we blame you? I mean, (laughs) I mean, yeah, not that many people fucking, that's not a good punchline to be like, oh, I just can't stand everyone around me. Like, that's not a good way to be. But like, dude, it really is hard for me to relate to people. Can we, can we blame you? (laughs) In some circumstances, probably, but I mean, the I just don't give a fuck what the majority of people say. Yeah, bro, it's because you're a sigma male. <laughs> That's right. I'm a higher level of being. You can't get on my wavelength. Wait, no. What the hell was that? Like omega male or whatever the hell? I don't fucking know. People that take their omega <laughs> vitamins. <laughs> I'm an omega male. <laughs> and come clear water because they're so healthy. I have no idea. Yeah, like it, it's cleansed. <laughs> they juice cleanse their omega i don't know i don't know bro but, but yeah it I, sounds God. to me like you're a sigma male because you don't care what the other people say i don't even you're know what that means thing. is that like the the qualities like the best qualities of like both of them i don't understand essentially yeah i mean yes and no. like essentially like the whole thing the whole shtick is that like like alpha male is is like you're just like a college like frat douchebag he wants to win everything and you're really aggressive and loud no, i get alpha and, and beta i'm saying i don't know what the sigma one oh is. okay sigma is like you're you, you don't go with the crowd you're like independent like you, you're very self-reliant you're kind of mysterious you know like and, and, and all that stuff like you you have like you have like you have like a dark side and then you have like an emotional side and like you're like it's it's like you're you're layered essentially, and then it's like see what's an alpha and beta, <laughs> right? Because like alpha and beta, the thing is like they're so like like just like no one wants to be alpha or beta because they're just boring because they're just two extremes of like the spectrum. But like like sigma is like in the middle, you know? It's like the balance. 
See, that's what's annoying about this, because, like, now, after all that shit I just said, people are going to be like, oh, he totally thinks he's a Sigma male. I'm like, god damn it. Oh, bro. <laughs> no, they're, they're, or or they're going to put you in the category, like, he's totally a Sigma male. It's like, this, this, this isn't a thing. <laughs> I hate, because, like, uh, let me, I guess, clarify this, too. I hate, like, I hate when people do that, where, like, they go out of their way to be contrarian and just fucking be like, I don't agree with anything. I'm my own person. I'm a Sigma male. Like, oh, my God. I hate those people. I just hate everybody. I'm not even like middle of the road. I just hate everyone. I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, They're all annoying nihilistic. to me. It's a very nihilistic, <laughs> pessimistic. It is. I, I can't help it. It's Oof. how I feel. You can't help it, man. You need the dos equis. Every every person that I that I'm interested in like hearing what they have to say is through a video. <laughs> it's yeah. never in person. Or through. The, yeah. So am I the only fucking person? Outside of like the the guitar store people, that like do it for you. <laughs> yeah, you you get me hard, bro. You get my brain Man. hard. That's that's quite an honor. <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize. I, th- I mean, I just I thought you had more friends. Like, you think I, I, I would voluntarily talk to a nineteen year old? Are you out of your mind? I mean, yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that. Fuck. I don't know. I forget that we're not, like, the same age. It's weird. It's because I'm timeless. I'm going to stay like this right. forever. <laughs> You're going to age like fine wine. I, I I can't wait till I get to the age where I just don't understand anything anymore and, like, all the new lingo and all the shit just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I can't wait. Right. And, and then we're going to, like, listen to the podcast and we're going to be like, oh, God, that be was, my... like, what... The, what, what were we saying back then <laughs> it's gonna be my golden years i can't wait to just not give a fuck or understand because understanding is hell for me like i hate that i understand what people are saying it just it makes me want to fucking end it early so I'm just, i can't wait till i just don't understand shit i just the, the new music just sounds like electronic noises and everybody's talking just sounds like they're fucking saying charlie brownisms and i just can't wait it's, it's i'm just gonna not pay attention even more than i am now I'm hyped. Oh, I forgot to say, I am not 19. I am 20. Oh, that's right. You're 20. I'm two decades, baby. Once you hit 21, it just goes downhill, and then you're 30. Well, right, and I I hear that, like, when you're 30, like, like, like the 20 to 21 year is, like, is, like, an eon of time, but, like, 21 to 30 is, like, like two weeks <laughs> yeah especially if you don't use lotion but right yeah no fuck this shit i can't wait yeah but i mean that was like one of the biggest things to me that i was just so shocked by when i got out of high school was just like your your perception of time is just so different and like you realize like how short everything is because like in high school you know everything feels like so like it's just a drag like it's it's just forever it's never gonna end i'm like oh but then it's like it's only four once years you get out it's only one president <laughs> true but then uh but i mean also just like school and growing up in general you know yeah it did feel like a drug on forever it felt like because right, but- like there's always so much stuff to quote unquote look forward to until you actually do the damn thing but um, right and yeah. then right right exactly um yeah but then yeah because like w- when you get out of high school I'm, I'm i'm just like what it's already been two years like what the fuck yeah once you're out of high school this shit fucking flies right i mean 
And that's what I mean. I've just kind of come to grips with is just like my mortality, you know, like, like no one can live forever. So I got to make sure that whatever I do here on earth means something. Dude, that's my only motivation to like do anything or have any sort of ambition is like just the fact of me thinking that I wasted my time or my life. No, that is, that was because like, I can imagine like, that's probably got to be like the worst thing ever. Like you're on your deathbed and like you regret everything you did like what what like what are you doing there, you can't do anything there's nothing you could do <laughs> yeah i just want to go to space or have some sort of alien contact or anything cosmically fucking important before i die that just has well, to happen you could just you could just take drugs and it, you'd already do that so yeah but then like it's not i'm real, just joking man. it's not real well that's just your opinion man this is just a hologram. You actually become your true self awakened when you take psychoactive drugs. Right, exactly. Like we're I'm in chains, but You listen to Carl Young, addic- bro. Right. But people who are addicted to drugs, they're free, you know? Pretty free. Free in the head. <laughs> Wait, Carl Young is like the nihilism guy? Oh no, that's, no, that's Freud. No, Nietzsche's Nietzsche is the guy. I'm is sorry. The... Well Freud was pretty yeah, nihilistic, Nietzsche... wasn't he? I want to say he was. He was also really creepy and disturbing. Yeah. No, but hey, mom, what, what you're looking hella like... good there. Um... <laughs> right, that was really messed up. But, yeah, Nietzsche is what I was no, thinking of. But Carl Jung is like the like. What did he do again? Like he's about like the cosmos and shit. No, that's Carl Sagan. <laughs> Carl okay, Jung was then... um. He was he was big into collective subconscious and unconscious, and people had shadow selves, and it was about like. Oh yeah, 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 and he was big into synchronicities, um, stuff like that. Yeah, that shit, that shit is kind of cool. You know the the masculine and feminine energy of balance between them, so you're not as into fucking cure. Yeah, I mean, dude, masculine energy is like literally the greatest feeling ever. What does it feel like? What is your ideal masculine energy? Masculine energy is like literally just you know like like you you don't feel insecure, like you just feel like you're just like. Like, you're just, like, on point. Like, everything is just clicking. Like, you're on your A game. Like, nothing nothing can stop you. Like, you just feel the motivation to, like, do anything. It's so great. So, that's your drive is all your masculine energy is your drive? Essentially, yeah. Power. It's, like, the opposite of depression, essentially. What about your intellect? Do you think that's masculine? Oh, definitely. You need to be smart. Yeah, but there's different types of intellect. Oh, right. But I mean, like, you need to, like, do it to the best you can. Like, I mean, because obviously, like, the whole idea that you can't lift heavy, like, that you can lift heavy weights but not be smart is ridiculous, you know, because working out literally makes you smarter. Um, But no, I mean, it's it, it, it's like when you study philosophy and, like, in, 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 like, the Western world and, like, ancient Greece and stuff like that, a lot of them talk about how, like, you know, you need to, you need, you need to, like, like make strong the body, you know, make civilized the mind, you know, like you need to like take like what your forefathers taught you and you need to like, um, you know, become like the man you were meant to be and, you know, like fulfill your legacy and like your bloodline, you know? Yeah. I think it's just like for the gym example that it just depends on what your goal is, is your goal, you know, training for discipline or training for hedonism training for the frat party. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, they, obviously your, your specific training for your mind and your body helps you go hand in hand, but you know, it's the, his whole point was basket, 
Jesus Christ, balancing your masculine and feminine, <laughs> balancing your masculine and feminine energy because we all have both. So that was this whole thing. Yeah. The femininity, dude. Are these said anonymity? <laughs> the anonymity energy. Ooh, <laughs> CNN energy. Um, oh, I don't want the CNN energy. <laughs> CNN Mima. The CNN energy. The CNN energy. CNN energy. But yeah, I actually, right. um, I feel like I've been, I've been really not sounding like I'm actually talking like this more now, but like I've been trying to do more consistently, um, training my brain where not, I need to get back into reading cause I need to force myself to <laughs> lengthen my attention span cause it's just been fucked, but I've been playing chess every day right. and doing more consistent mm. workouts at the gym. So I'm really trying to make a conscious effort That's to be good. less retarded. I think it's working yeah, to an extent. Oh, I mean, I didn't really notice until now, but I mean, now that I notice, yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think it is, but I mean, I I think reading is my preferred way of doing it, um, just because it, it it allows you to like, um, you know, speak better, um, and it's just constant, <laughs> um, you know, like it it it's con it, it it's yeah. it's it's constant information going into your brain the good way, you know, like it's it's not like listening to the news which is like the worst way to do it but like reading a book like and you're you're observing you know like a piece of culture and like a you know you, you're you're observing art you're observing like a story like you're being transported somewhere you're you're being you know like you you listen to language and like the art of like using language to convey ideas whether if it's like overt or subtle is reading is it's it's just like it's like this ocean of like you just can go to all these like deep depths and it's like, whoa, like I didn't know that was here. <laughs> yeah. I like the unlocking of the imagination is probably my favorite part, but yeah, that that's part of the reason why I want to get back into reading was just, I, my speech has just been fucked. I used to, I used to speak very well. Like my vocabulary was on par. My grammar was awesome. I didn't stutter um i don't know why because i i don't like drink i don't do any drugs like i i eat very well for the most part but for some reason like as i got older like my speech just got more and more deteriorating as i progress i don't understand and it's probably because i stopped reading were you like sedentary and stuff like that no i was always active that wasn't the the problem i but i just i don't know i i've never like I've never had a downward spiral to cause me to be this way. I don't know how the fuck this happened. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't think it was that bad, but okay. I don't know. Um, I just feel like. Oh, also, I, I, I must say, I, I got that ocean analogy from Saint Isaac the Syrian. That's a... He's, he's, yeah. He said that isolation is like is a beautiful ocean filled with depths that you never knew would have existed. It's, 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 he said that in a really nice way. I forgot. That's not exactly like word for word. What do yeah. you, what he said, but something along those lines to an extent, I feel like when people hear that, they just feel like they have to shut everyone out or feel like that their ideas are the only way to go. But I feel like it's more as a metaphor to be like more content with yourself or just be sure about your identity well, right. a little bit more, as opposed to you having to gravitate towards material things or other people or ideologies as opposed to just having your own true representation. Oh, right. Cause I mean, like, I was like, when you're isolated, you really, you know, when all you have is yourself, you learn a bunch of stuff about yourself. You never knew you would have learned. And obviously like you become honestly, like you become more 
sociable when you're when you're isolated in, in a weird way do you think do, do you know what i'm saying yeah i like be, like when you learn more about yourself like you like you feel you know like you have more substance and like you have more things to talk about as opposed to like you know if you're constantly trying to seek the validation of everyone or you're constantly needing that thing to fill the void it's like you have nothing other than just the stuff that like is is feeding you essentially yeah and that's really why i've been trying to train my brain and just have my self-discipline be increased um because i feel like for the longest As time i was good. you know yeah. what i can also chalk it up to because like music has been my outlet for such a long time like the lot like the majority of my brain power and all my exhaustion comes into like physically practicing something or coming up with um melodies and riffs so to speak so like a lot yeah. of my expression and like mental fucking focus has been on that and not been on like interacting with people or focusing I've gotten better with interacting with people like by doing a sales job and actually having to, you know, psychologically connect with people on a certain level, so to speak. But oh, same. I mean, because I got to answer a bunch of phone calls. I have to talk to, you know, and like, I mean, I'm not just sweet talking people, but like, I I mean, I, you can, in a professional job, like the one I have, like you want to sound like you know what you're doing and you got to sound like respectful and everything. And like, Yeah. And also like, I mean, like we've talked about, like the way with like, you know, like people respect looks over morals. I mean, then that's just a way of life. I mean, people like if you speak better, like they just it just you just respect you more. I mean, that's just how it works. Like if if you speak well and clearly with like, you know, relatively good grammar, you're gonna be taken much more seriously. Yeah, and that's probably the problem why I don't like talking to the majority of people because they have the same like. Not even like, oh, people are stupid, blah, 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 blah. But it's just the fact that, like, everybody talks like they're on fucking drugs. It's so Yeah, oh, it's so I'm not trying to name any names or anything, but, like, I can't stand when people just use, like, double negatives. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm not as much of a grammar Nazi. It's just more of how it sounds or, like, the actual shit that they're saying. No, but, I mean, it, it like, the way it sounds, like, it's not just the fact that that's the rule. It's, like, it's a rule <laughs> for a reason. Because it sounds... <laughs> Right, just because it, like, sounds stupid. Like, I don't care if you say, I did good, as opposed to, I did well. I mean, I'd say I did well, just because that's how it comes out for me, naturally. But, like, certain things, I'm just like, don't talk like that. You sound really stupid. Like, please, do yourself a favor. Oh, shit. A lot of times, and I have I relate, because it happens to me, is everybody just says shit ironically until it gets stuck, so... We're all stuck in right. that trap. Or I think you will agree with me 100% that, like, the white trash accent is, like, literally the worst thing ever. <laughs> I think it's funny. I like I like heavy accents with people. I feel like the ones that irritate me the most are people that have shit grammar, but they don't have, like, a reason to. They're from, like, Delaware or some shit, so they don't really have an accent. They just talk like a fucking robot. Right, or like they do it because they think it sounds cooler. Yeah, or something. Like they they have no reason to talk the way they do. <laughs> they just oh, exactly. Um, that's right. cool thing about living here is everybody's different accents. Yeah, I like all that the diversity here. It's pretty cool because like when I when I moved here, I thought it was just gonna be like a regular American place with just like whites and blacks. But then I was like, oh, there's like everyone you could possibly think of here. It's a melting pot, bro. But yeah, yeah, my it's a melting pot in the the suburbs, my <laughs> getting a lot of good cultural experiences out here, and I still don't oh, want to yeah. talk to anybody. 
I know. It's like you have access to so much stuff, so many people and cultures, and it's like, eh. <laughs> it always was really strange. I remember um, doing a bunch of shit with like online dating or just talking to random people on dates. Like I hated it so much. Even the people that like I had a deep conversation with, just for the most part, just was, it was not a good time. And it's not even just because I didn't agree with what was what they were saying or I thought it was dumb. I just generally just was not interested. Like I didn't even know how to like like if there's a more polite way to say it, I would I just just genuinely just did not care. I don't know I'm why. I'm sure you're like, yeah, I'm not interested. But if it's a date that's different cuz like what are you going to do? You're like, like y'all are the only person, you know. It's like, oh sure, what what kind is your dog again? Like, oh god. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, and then you just like try to like ask questions to just kind of start something oh so bad and the the other thing i hated was um like what the music topic was always weird because i generally like listening to new music but then people would show me bands that like i've never heard of and they were just the most boring shit ever and just like i hated having conversations about that because they would always try to like pick my music brain about it and it's just like uh, yeah that is like i mean i'm so sorry for anyone who's done this to me but like first of all in my <laughs> car i want to listen to my music <laughs> and also i mean i i've, I've had people that have shown i'm not naming any names but like i've had people that have like showed me music and i'm just like this is bad like i don't like this <laughs> i'm sorry i can listen to bad music and i can just tell people my honest thoughts about it like i'll like usually if it's a song i don't like i'll i'll tell them aspects of the song that i did like <laughs> kind of oh well, i mean yeah i'll well i'll listen to the whole song but afterwards like i mean i'm not mean about it but i'm just like yeah i, I didn't like that song i don't think it's good music yeah and it's it's not even just because like i just don't like the music it's just like i hate having conversations about like stuff like that like not just i if i want to talk to somebody i want to actually like talk to somebody i don't want to just like have to pretend to like something or <laughs> or tell people it's i don't like good. something like I, I hate having conversation and having to be like i'm not a fan of this thing like uh i'm a fan of this thing oh cool i am also a fan of this thing i'm not a fan of this thing oh cool neither am i a fan of this <laughs> sorry nor am i a fan of this. Boop. but all it is yeah like you said it's just you're a fan of something you're not a fan of something talk about how you're a fan of something or you're not a fan of something yeah I and will say this you know what I you know what I really love and I've only ever had this once there was this one girl that um I used to date for a little bit and I never knew what the fuck she was talking about and why did you date her because like I it was it was intriguing to me like she would say um she was fucking smart as shit she would like I think she was like doing astrophysics or something like, but she would always ex- oh shit, but she, that is some serious. But no, but she shit. wouldn't explain that type of stuff to me. She never talked about that kind of stuff. She'd always would like, I can't even describe it. Like she would say something to me, and just this like yeah. the way that she structured the sentence. I just was like, what did you mean by that? Like she would she would give me very vague like metaphors, kind of. 
see. So it's like it was almost like riddles. So it's like I felt like every time I had a conversation with her, I would say something, and she'd be like, "Yeah, I agree," and then give me a metaphor that something that maybe could have been related to what I said. And I was just like, I have to decode what you said and be like, "Huh, that's an interesting way to think about it." And like she always like told me about like some shady shit that happened like with her family and like they might have a lot of money but also like can't use it like kind of shit like it was it had some like mystery and intrigue to it so that was probably like out of all the people i've ever talked to in my life the most interesting i see i couldn't like figure stim- out you were stimulated by like the complicatedness of yeah if the situation because yeah. like i didn't feel like i was in control like she like did her own shit and kind of like drug me along to things and like just always like explained that she had to do something randomly like I'll like we'll be somewhere and she'll be like, Oh, I have to go do this thing in DC tomorrow. I'm like, Oh, what do you gotta do? And she'll like explain it to me and I'll be like, I still don't understand what you have to do. <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. Or she'll like give me a scenario and she'll always use names of people I've never heard before, so it's like I have to really pay attention to follow what the fuck's going on. So it was it was it was, uh, it was interesting. Funny. So like people like that I gravitate towards that just you have to figure them out. Yeah, you have to figure me out. Yeah. My mysterious, my sigma male to you. <laughs> I don't know. Am what you're I saying. balanced? You're Am balanced. I balanced. You're fucking cheese on point, bro. I dig it. Cheese on point. Your cheese on point, bro. It's froing. It's flowing and froing. I love like a really good sharp cheddar cheese. I'm more like of in, a smoked a gouda. I'm not really a gouda guy. I mean, it's good, but I, there's the sharp cheddar stuff. That stuff is banging. It depends on who makes it, because a lot of the shit in the grocery stores that's sharp cheddar is just, like, super bitter and, like, really, like, milky. I can't describe it. It's, like, really yeah, heavy. Yeah, but if, if, if you buy, like, an import of, like, an Italian cheese or something like that, mmm, that stuff's good. Yeah, just... Or, like, a, they got good Spanish cheeses and French cheeses. I just couldn't give a fuck enough to import cheese. Well, I mean, you could just go to a store that has imports. Like, you don't need to order it from the fucking... Yeah, but is it actually, though? (laughs) I mean, it's good as shit. So I don't really give a shit where it's from. I mean, the ones that say they're imported, I've noticed, taste better than, like, random shit you buy at Food Lion. Yeah, it's better than the fucking... What's that one brand with the... It was more of the string cheese... It was like the the cheese stick with the like the wild hair. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, the ones that my dad used to buy a lot was Cabot. That's like a really craft, bro. Oh, oh god, that's rubber. That's, <laughs> that's fucking rubber. That's quality cheese, bro. Oh my god, dude. There's some that not. put that shit under a microscope. Like, you know how much microplastic is in that cheese? Oh yeah, no. It literally says on the label but it's like in a in a specific color so that you don't see it like it doesn't pop out it says like yeah like like whatever modified cheese product like it, it's not even cheese yeah it's oh god i uh, it makes me sick especially like the shit they put on like ballpark nachos it's fucking gross as shit oh the, that shit's gross but like that it's american cheese shit that you put on like a no but that shit when you put it on like a cheeseburger is great Okay, the, I but guess when, that is the only acceptable one. But like, if it's like cold yeah, in a that, sandwich, that or great. do you actually know people that eat it just like by the slice? I'm like, what is wrong with you? Oh, I'm fucking yeah. animal! Are pe- people that eat like a fucking bologna by the slice. Ooh. I'm like, what? 
the hell? Yeah. No, all like sliced meat. I don't like eating deli unless that's like from like a deli place. Yeah, there's very few good. I, yeah. And that's where I've heard. I haven't been to like the next time I go to New York or anywhere close to like all like the Jewish delis I've heard are really phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Oh, yeah, but. Oh, yeah, like deli meats typically I'm not a fan. It depends. I like some of the stuff. I like craft artesian sandwiches. Like, I'd, I'd go for a good sandwich. You're artsy? Yeah, artesian. My artesian Yeah, water. I like... Dude, just wait till you go to New Orleans and get this, the po' boys there, dude. Oh, I'm sure it's banging. Mm. The food's... I, I love gumbalaya. <laughs> gumbalaya. Jesus fucking Christ. See, this one I need to read more. That's... Give me that gumbalaya. Right. Uh, gumbo and jambalaya i really like so i haven't had like a legitimate authentic one as they say in new orleans jambalaya jambalaya it's just jambalaya 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 tramble yeah but dude the uh, the pole boys when you get them dressed and it has like the gravy you can get like the roast beef the, oh it's so good you get like the the shrimp pope i like this the roast beef the best just because it has that gravy and it's just mixed with like the the mayonnaise and the tomatoes so good i haven't had the roast beef one that does sound good yeah i mean the shrimp is good i just don't like eating shrimp on a sandwich you know would you rather have it in a taco i do like shrimp tacos actually it's the thickness of bread that counts but i prefer um i prefer eating shrimp just like you know by itself (laughs) i do too especially the jumbo shrimp I used to freak people out because, like, the the ones you get at the uh, the Asian buffets, they still have the head on them, so I would, like, just bite the fucking head off and eat it. You just eat the head. Fuck it, yeah. Sometimes I just eat it with the like shells meth. on. Like, people can't get over the fact that I eat it with shells on. I've never done that. I just kind of assumed, like, I wouldn't taste good. It's calcium, bro. No, it's just crunchy. It, it literally it's just cal- tastes like shrimp, but crunchy. Okay. It doesn't That'll add, like, an extra taste. Less- lot less of a mess so that's good yeah it's like eating like it's like is it's like rice paper oh. or rice crackers like it just adds an extra level of like crunch to it right have you had crawfish dude i don't like it it's expensive and like there's not that much meat and they're a bitch to open ah dude the crawfish here sucks uh for obvious reasons but like the shit they have down there in new orleans is like on another level like and all the crawfish like dishes they make like the crawfish pie and like the crawfish dip and they have like crawfish pizza man like the the culinary traditions in new orleans are just like it's 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 insane i'd like crawfish pizza a lot i think crawfish pizza is excellent i'm telling you like the the crawfish like like mini pies they make oh man my grandma makes them so good yeah, I I want to try everything, dude. I like actually. Yeah, no, and oh yeah, like my my grandma is such a good cook, and she makes she makes this crawfish bread where like she puts in the oven like these these pieces of French bread with the crawfish dip on it, Ooh. and it just like bakes in. It's so good. I love infused breads. It's my favorite shit in the world. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. And then like yeah, boy. The yeah, man, and like the desserts, like they got great ice cream places down there. They got, like, so much good stuff. If only they could they keep their s- city from drowning. Oh, yeah. I mean... How many years I'm do you think gonna it's be- going to take for Neurons to be, like, completely underwater? 
Uh, probably like twenty years. Twenty years. I mean, maybe that's too soon, mm-hmm. but I'm well, not completely underwater. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not much longer. The rising sea levels. Yeah, but it's it's so funny because it has like some it's like some of the most expensive property in like the country, and like it's not gonna be. <laughs> Yeah. They gotta do something. Build some sort of seawall or do some you know, shit, gonna... expensive pump system. Like they they can't just let a whole fucking city go underwater. Oh no, but especially New Orleans, like with all its culture and history, like no everyone's gonna wanna save it. Yeah. I mean just get yeah, rid of Bourbon I mean... Street. No fuck, no, no one's gonna do that. <laughs> just get rid of like Tired of all you know, the, the alpha meat. males and all the Cancer Moon Rising females or whatever the fuck. Right. Well, okay. So the the meme of like you know how like the meme of like the Northern Virginia area is like Woodbridge, where it's like fuck, I don't want to live in Woodbridge. That's like the worst place. Like <laughs> over there. Right? right, but like in New Orleans, the the meme for that is um, Chalmette. Chalmette is like the like the Woodbridge. I'd imagine it's, like... it's probably worse. <laughs> uh. Well. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it is Louisiana, but hey, but dude, South Louisiana is so gorgeous. Like nothing beats that that sunset, and like you're going fishing. Oh, no, sorry, not the sunset. Like that that sunrise, and you're going fishing, and you just see it on the the, the lake. It's so pretty. Yeah, I want to go like on a pontoon boat and go explore the swamp down there. Yeah, man. And then, like, you see all of, like, the reflections of, like, the trees. And, like, you see nothing of, like, civilization. It's so... Like, you you feel like you're on drugs. It's so cool. I wonder, like, like what's the best time to go? Like, like really early in the morning or really late at night? Oh, you gotta go really early in the morning, I think. Really? Either or. I, I've always just gone really early in the morning because that's when my grandpa goes. But, I mean, it's worth it. Like, trust me. Mm. Yeah, I. that's one of my goals for these upcoming years is, like, I'm just going to force myself to go on week-long vacations once a year and just see a bunch of – I want to go to every every state that I've never been to and just, like, a bunch of different countries. Like, I'm just – it's time. I just, I'm you want to go to, like – even the the boring states that you feel like have nothing to offer, like fucking Iowa, you want to go there? Yeah, fuck it. I'll find something to do there. I don't have to. I, it, I don't want to fucking go to Iowa. You wouldn't go there for <laughs> one day just to make fun of the people? Well, you know, one day, but I don't. I don't know because I mean, I mean, I guess if it was part of like a larger trip, I guess. But yeah, I wouldn't stay there for a week. I just want to like visit as many places as I can, or like. There's probably some like like you ever you ever see those like articles where it's like this is the road trip where you can see all the weirdest roadside attractions, like the world's right. largest corn on the cob or the <laughs> the world's dumbest porch sitter. Like I don't know. Right, you know my parents have been to all of the forty-eight continental United States. They're just missing Hawaii and Hawaii and Alaska. Yeah, that is correct. What were they doing in uh, Oklahoma? Um, actually, I was with them. I've been to Oklahoma. It was a long time ago. We were just like going to like the national parks and stuff down there. What about Nebraska? 
Nebraska, I don't know if I have been there. It probably just would have been like a drive through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Nebraska is one of those ones that just like all the all the corn states. Like, I just want to do like a day each. <laughs> I'm sure they're pretty. I mean, they got that going for them. I wouldn't know what state I was in. True. <laughs> or well, you know, you're in Minnesota when they talk like this. <laughs> dude, that fucking accent is so whack. Minnesota is fucking crazy. My so my mom's from there, so I've been there a couple times, and they live close to the border to Wisconsin. And we went to, like, an antique store um, across the border in Wisconsin. And as soon as I walked in there, these guys were having this conversation about how their cat got loose. And, like, that was the drama of the day. And their accents just fucking killed me. I can't. Like, you couldn't even, like, follow the story. No. It's just, like, random fucking epithets of bullshit. It's so great. I love hearing stuff like that. Their accents are goofy as fuck. Yeah, bro, but my parents actually just went to France. I want to go so bad. Recently? Oh, yeah, they came back last week. Damn. What are they doing in France? Um, They're thinking about buying uh, land over there. Just, like, residential? Oh, no, so there's, like, a... There's this monastery that is defunct. Um... And they, they, and it's for, it's for sale, right? And my mom is, she wants to buy it and she wants to create a retreat house. Interesting. Um, right. Cause when you think about it, cause like she wants it to be a place where like, um, you know, people can celebrate like Western, um, like Catholic Christian traditional culture and stuff like that and appreciate like the traditions of our ancestors in, in Western Europe and stuff like that. Because, um. Because well, when you think about, like, France is, like, the quintessential, like, you know, like, like Western European, like, like, Christendom, you know, like, when you think about all that, like, the Crusaders, like, all that stuff was going on in France, you know? Like, it's one of the, the most important countries for for Christianity. What, um, how expensive is it going to be? Uh, probably, like, $100,000. Of, like, U.S. money? Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, I guess it's really not that bad, purchasing land. Oh, it's not that bad. No, I mean, especially, yeah, if you're doing that. Yeah. It could be a lot higher than that. Yeah, France is one of those countries I want to go to. That, well, I mean, I've, yeah, I've been cause... to the Mediterranean part, but, like, actually, like, going to Paris and saying I want to see the Louvre and all that shit and just see all the historic yeah, stuff because, I mean, ruins. like you said, like, the Mediterranean part, like, France is really diverse, which is really cool because, like, I know, like, the south is, just, is, like, Italy, and it's really tropical Mediterranean and then, like, the middle of it just looks like a, it's like a desert, and it's like Africa. Yeah. And then, yeah, and, like, the, the north is, like, that Germano-Celtic, like, Western European, like, uh, you know, that that kind of stuff. And I like to see, I, I would love to see all the different areas of France, you know? Yeah, I just, a lot of people do, I don't know if they do it in France, too, but since it's close, like, to Portugal and Spain, a lot of people do backpacking trips across and they're kind of around relatively the same size, and obviously it's more deserty in Spain, but similar sort of geography. So I wonder if people do like long backtracking backtracking trips across uh, France. Yeah, I've seen those. I would love to do that. That'd be fun. Staying in a hostel would be fucking funny as shit. All these yeah, Europeans. Or it could be... Yeah. Did you? Did I tell you that literally, the these group of old ladies, literally walked from like. 
I don't know where in France, but they walked from wherever they were in France to Rome to beg the Pope to, to like, stop putting restrictions on the Latin Mass because they have sons who are priests that do the Latin Mass, and it's, and it's such, like, a great thing that they do for, like, the, their communities and their, their culture and their, their fa- and, like, you know, their families and the people they serve and everything and how they, they want to keep the traditions alive. And the Pope literally talked to one of them for one minute. Makes the whole walking to Rome thing really worth it. <laughs> Just fly next time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, Pope, what happened to like being accepting of other people and like being pol- nice and everything? Like, what? Why do you not want to listen to her? He's like, a celebrity, why, why bro. He's like, want me to sign your tits? Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, true. That is, yeah, but I mean, it's a proof. I mean, no, he's, he's not a good man. So, <laughs> blasphemy. It's all blasphemy. He is the Pope, though. So, I mean, as the Pope, you are... you are. He still th- smashes. Well, oh, no, yeah. Do you know how many Popes had, like, orgies in the Vatican? I'm sure it's been a handful, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. That's a, but, that's um, a crazy thing. This, like, just think about, it, like, you're just, like, a young girl or a young boy on the street, and, like, you just get picked up, like, yo, have we got a job for you? Serving the only disciple of God that matters. Come here, boy. <laughs> Can you imagine getting picked up for an orgy with the Pope? Like, I would, like, that is so surreal. Well, I mean, it It wasn't, like, men. It was women. Well, that you know of. Yeah. But, I don't guy, know, they exactly. Got, they got long yeah, tunnels down there. A lot of chambers. I mean, he is the, he is the Pope, so. Because well, that's, that's the thing about the Pope, is, like, because he's the Pope, he is, like, earned as a like amount like he has earned a, an amount of respect just because of his position i mean it, it, it's like any leader like you do need to be respectful to the leader and everything because i mean it doesn't matter like who the president is whether you like him or not like if the president was coming to your house you would kind of want to you know be you want to you would want to dress nice you would want to like you know like be be polite and respectful i mean it's just that's just how it is you know would you give up your daughter to the pope um absolutely not. <laughs> the fucks, absolutely <laughs> not um absolutely exactly absolutely not <laughs> i can't my son you must give me your firstborn that is god's will uh no please i've i've earned this i've been celibate yeah, my whole life if, i've earned this please bro let me smash because if please popes or bishops are abusing their authority, you don't have to listen to them. I just think it's a fun tagline. The Pope fucks, bro. I mean, you're not wrong, so... I wonder if he wears the hat. While he's doing... <laughs> I don't know. That'd probably fall off. <laughs> well, I mean, I shouldn't be saying this, because it is the Pope, so... Well, you've made your views clear about <laughs> about what you think of the Pope. There's yes, no but like... Back now. disagree with thing like disagreeing with what he says and saying that like i don't think he's a very good pope is very different than making these kind of jokes we're making if you see what i'm saying one more do you think he puts lube in that water flicking thing he has uh no well now we know the pope i mean if he does it's that's sacrilege so (laughs) have you seen like the family guy where they make fun of the pope that's funny i'm sure i can't it's funny He's like, um, like, he's like, how dare you disrespect the Pope? 
God is going to smite you now. And like nothing happens. And then he's like looking around. Uh, he, he's doing, he's, he's cooking up something good for you. <laughs> Do you think God's angry that the the centerpiece for the religion has fallen to such a goofy culture? Um, yes. Because he holds literally the keys to the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> and that's why the Pope is doing... Right, so that's why if the Pope is doing some fuck shit, it's extra bad. Dude, I imagine the like the wildest of shit and the most horrendous of crimes happens under the robe. I mean... I can only imagine. Definitely. God, what I wouldn't give... I just want some videotapes, bro. Mm. Well, I don't, because, like, that's horrible. I don't want to see that. I just, I want something, like, exposed. I want, like, the secret organization that controls everything. I want to see aliens, all these high-level people, like, fucking up, and, like, it's just their downfall. Like, I just, I want to, I want to see something incredible. It's time. You need mystery, bro. Yeah, I, I want to unlock more of life's mysteries. You need to meditate on the sacred mysteries, like the Trinity and whatnot. I like I like the vagueness. I, I like the I like what you're going for. Yeah, dude, the Trinity. Like when you think about it, you start to go like, "Oh fuck, that's awesome." Because Trinity is three, and three points of something, and the Trinity makes a triangle. And who was good at making triangles? The pyramids, the Egypts of pyramids. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean like the like the number three is like you can see like the the godliness of in like so many different areas of the world. It makes so much so much sense that that's that God is split into three. Well, he's not split into three, but like he's he has three persons. Maybe that's why the Pope likes orgies. He just thought the threes had to be with other people. <laughs> that was a good joke. I like it. You like that one? I like that um, one. Um, that was good. Um. <laughs> But like you see what I'm saying though, that like it makes perfect sense that God has three persons. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. <laughs> Holy Trinity. Is your angel number three three three? Um I don't think so. You know angel numbers? No, I don't. It's people that are convinced that a random number keeps reappearing in their life and it's like the same number repeated, like Every time they look up at a clock, they always see like three thirty-three, and they're like, "Oh, how did that happen?" I guess it's you know. Oh, oh, it's like in Evan Almighty when it keeps seeing like the six fourteen. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, like he sees like six fourteen, like it, yeah, it's like on his alarm clock, and then like his address is like six fourteen. He sees like six fourteen. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it, his like license plate is like six fourteen. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Well. I'm kind of tired. I want to go to bed because I have to. Well, it's only one more day. So, yeah, that's all I need. You will persevere. Yep. And then we got the festivities of Halloween, which I don't think I'm even allowed to celebrate, but it's fine because I'm going to be dressing up as a Judean man. <laughs> really living it. <laughs> working this. Yep. Working this pagan holiday. It's, it's pretty much St. Joseph. So. Well, good luck making all the pussies drip. Nope, that's not the point of St. Joseph, so. <laughs> no? You don't think St. Joseph fucked? I mean, no. <laughs> it's a lot of sand. 
sand. <laughs> it's probably there's a lot of sand. And it's... go to bed. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> we'll talk bed. about this on the next podcast. Um, just tell me whatever you want the next recommendation to be. I don't care if it's a movie, album, whatever. Cool. Wonderful. Maybe, let's maybe do a, Got a, it. The paint, a painting. A painting. I don't know. Whatever. Just, just tell me what it is. Let's critique the Mona Lisa. That sounds like a great idea. That's such a generic pick. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, just send it to me, whatever it is. But it can't be that. Sweet. All right, cool. Buenas noches. Douches. Hermanos y hermanas. Okay, cuídense. Spanish words. Ink. Gracias. Yep. Good night.